your host, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Coming to you on a weird night. Uh, it feels like a Tuesday, but it's actually <laughs> a Wednesday before totally we leave for Tinley. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What was and I, I thinking? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and we do this. We've delayed it by 24 hours. And after an hour yesterday of no, like around 10 o'clock, the text message just started of, where's the show? It's like, Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah. It's like, you're really screwing right. up my Wednesday, okay. man. <laughs> there's, there's six years of backlog. I promise you, you can listen to something. Yeah. Jesus. Plus, too, yeah. at this point, there's pro- there's what, like five other reptile-related podcasts I know, going out there, you know? <laughs> I'm sure you can pick somebody else. I mean, yeah. You know. It'll be all right. It's not the end of the world. But, so, yeah. yeah, today's been cram day, cramming for, for the, the trip, Tinley, tomorrow, leaving. Matt wants mm-hmm. to be on the road at 6 a.m. So Same driver. Yeah. Yeah, I understand why, because we want to be checked in by, like, 9 o'clock. <laughs> well, is, 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 it because, is it because the Eagles are playing Thursday night football, and he wants to make sure that he's in Chicago to ah, watch the game? You didn't think ah, about that, did you? <laughs> come on, man. When do I think about football? But I don't yeah, know. That's, right. <laughs> that's why I'm here. So, right. um, <laughs> what the hell? But I'll wave to you guys as you drive by Morgantown tomorrow. Um, you know, you oh, yeah, by. we don't have to make the uh, the, the, the pit stop, stop off at, at the nationwide office, yeah, at the nationwide office yeah. where the neighbors are like, What the hell kind of things are going on <laughs> over in that? What's don't worry about it. What's, yeah. what's all this shenanigans? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. So, you don't see anything, turn around, lady, exactly. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, that's going nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Today was packing up all the babies, figuring out who's going, who's not going, uh, you know, uh, checking on the other snakes, making sure they're all, you know, clean water, all that stuff. Right. Um, Oh my gosh. Packing. You know, I had Mm -hmm. to go out and buy a floor mat today because, (laughs) because I'm so used to having your floor mat. And I was like, wait a minute. My, I don't my have a floor, floor mat. How the hell am I going to stand for eight hours without a floor mat? Oh, this is not everyone, happening. Dory, pack up the car. We are going to the store. <laughs> everyone makes fun of those until they use them. And then they're like, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's what's going on. Tonight, uh, well, so we had to maneuver around the uh, – uh, the show um, Ari couldn't uh, make last night, so uh, we wanted to make sure that he came on um, before Tinley because he's going to have his new book at uh, mm-hmm. Tinley Park, um, Serpent in the Clouds. Uh, this book, I mean, if you've uh, been listening to the podcast, this book is what, probably, what is, how long has it been? Maybe like, I don't know. Five of the seven years. I, <laughs> yeah, I want to no, say maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, that's the author of the book, but I know it's been a long time coming, and I know that Ari just kept finding new stuff to kind of add to it. So it's almost like now that this book's over, 
is it going to take one more trip to Indo just for like, is that the official start of the next book? Cause I mean, he's still going. So yeah, well, yeah, we're going to bring him on in a minute. We're going to talk about his uh, telemetry, uh, um, you know, uh, research yeah. that he's going to be doing with these guys. And uh, obviously we're going to talk about the book and, um, from what I hear from all the feedback that, that people that have had it says an awesome book. I mean, you know, it's about bullets, pythons. Come on, man. How can it be bad? I mean, how you could know? it not and, be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just to see all the trips and stuff. And, and, uh, I'm actually looking forward to the, uh, the DVD that, you know, I don't know exactly when he's putting that out, but you know, that'll be really cool to just get a little, take a little peek through the window of what it's like to travel over and what, what it has to go through. And I think that's really kind of like what the book is a lot about. And, you know, obviously it's about Boland's pythons. You got me? Yep. Ah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what's this? Hello? Ari? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting All right. on Oh, my God. Right. Well, I don't know if you're alive or not, but this is a wonderful experiment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been sitting. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> Man, that's fucking hilarious. But um, yeah. uh, I think we're experiencing some technical difficulties where I've getting so booted cool. and Eric got booted. So, yeah. Uh, I, it, you're here and I'm here, so that's good. Eric's writing me something. I don't know. I said, should I call back or just wait online or what? I don't, he's probably telling you that you're live with me and just to make the best of it, which is probably the worst scenario he could possibly oh, imagine right now. Great. So, yeah. Wait, wait for a few. Sorry, man. This blog talk is having issues. Okay. Yeah, it was having issues last week and it's having issues this week too. So. uh once again, it's really going to push us to the edge of possibly changing venues. So, um, oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So, um, I am, and I have Ari. <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> pretty great. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're live. <laughs> uh, yeah, who knows. <laughs> The most awkwardly starting podcast ever. Yeah, I'd whatever. I mean, dude, after yeah. seven years, this isn't the worst yeah, we've right. had. It won't be the worst. But anyway, um, why don't you, I, I guess uh, I guess we're live. So I guess we'll just say, you know, Ari, how you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm doing fine, thank you. I, uh, I'm doing good. <laughs> good. Um, so. Obviously, the book has been. Uh, we were kind of talking about that before Eric and I got cut off. How long yeah. has this book been in the process of kind of going? Man, I, I can't even remember. I want to say it's been at least five years. I'd say because uh, Black Python came out in two thousand nine, and then I kind of took a hiatus from doing any writing stuff, and then realized that there needed to be something else to to basically uh, showcase what's going on in the field and, and, and so on. So it's been at least five years where it's been actually put down on paper or, or you know, written and stuff. It's weird. I, when I travel, I, I have my phone and I use my notepad on my phone, like the, the lamest app ever. And I, I just write <laughs> on my notepad 
what I'm thinking of stuff. It, it's pretty <laughs> bad. And then I send it to my, my friend Russ and I'm like, dude, I was like, uh, don't judge. Just, you know, help me edit this thing out. It's, it's pretty rough, but it, and he's yeah. like, Oh man, this is good stuff. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's been about, I'd say it's been about five years now. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, it's been, um, it, it finally, uh, it finally finished. Uh, I'm, we've been stressing out big time because, uh, I was invited to go to Casper's, um, the Scandinavian Herpetological Symposium, a couple weeks ago, and yeah. we didn't know if the books were going to make it because I wanted to bring them with me there, and they had expedited like 30 copies um, before I had even seen them in the U.S., and uh, they showed up there, and uh, I, I sold out all 30 within two hours. It was insane. And um, So, yeah, so... I'm I'm praying to the the snake gods that the book shows up for Tinley, which I have two days, uh, because at this point it's still in customs, and I think customs agents are reading every copy before they release it. Oh, what it. the that's hell? My, <laughs> that's my theory. So I'm like I'm, I'm I'm making like a formal apology to everybody that is hoping to be walking out with a physical copy in their hand. However, I will have two copies with me of a hard cover and a soft cover so people can see it at the show. And, uh-huh. um, and I can, and I'm set up to take payment for pre-order. So that way you're guaranteed. Cause I think we have, we have over only 50 hardcover copies left out of the 150 we printed of the limited edition. So um, they're wow. just like, everybody's going for the hard covers right away. I mean, there's the same book. It's just, it's the covers hard. And one's, uh, yeah. The one soft cover, but so, yeah, so I'll be set up to, um, to take payment uh, for for reserving a copy there, uh, hard cop- covers and soft covers, so it'll be good. But yeah, it's it's been a real kick in the balls. We're like we're like where the hell are these things? I'm like he's like I will dress is like I will drive them up if I have to. And I'm like oh Jesus Christ, God. I know, I'm like dude, yeah. So I'm gonna have all sorts of stuff like shirts. And I've got some big prints that I did, and, and then I'll have the books for people to see. But yeah, it's an, it's really an incredible book. Like uh, going through it. Um, which I'm gonna call it is uh like re- rereading it is mm-hmm. like living through all these stories like and it's insane like I'm thinking to myself Jesus Christ what was I doing or what was I thinking um <laughs> with with this stuff and and it, it realistically I wanted something completely different from the first book the the first right. book needed to come out because there was nothing of any substantial amount of information for anybody that had any interest and that was the frustrating part that I was running into when I first became um captivated with the species oh and by the way uh i was dared to uh by keith uh to send him a kiss on your radio so that's for you keith thank you <laughs> well he came uh, on anyway he came on a little bit yeah. ago and he he was bitching about that he didn't have a copy of the book yet and i'm yeah, like i know Aw. right i've got we the way we did it was uh yeah so there's his his i'm sorry here's your 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 extra kiss there you go keith um so we we have about like i said we we printed off 150 of these limited edition hardcovers and obviously um for the people that contributed um large amounts of work and time and everything like they're obviously getting copies and uh so we've we've set aside copies um so those people are already taken care of but like i said we have about 50 hardcovers that are not spoken for yet um that you know they're just like every day we're probably selling about two or three books so um, now it's going to be this weekend will be probably the best time to, to go ahead and reserve it while you're there with me. But like I was saying before, um, before I had to send Keith two kisses, um, <laughs> the uh, the book is very different from the first one. Um, okay. It it is um, very anecdotal. It's um, it's to basically create 
I wanted to bring everybody with me without bringing everybody with me because I like traveling by myself. <laughs> so the way I portray these stories is um, everything that's happening you're exposed to, and uh, whether it's from um, you know the the story I'm talking about or the imagery or, or whatnot or a graph that's in there. It's I'm trying to encompass everything that I'm in that I'm experiencing and being exposed to and the smells and the tastes and, you know, the, the, the fears and the dangers and the anxiety that's accompanying all of these trips and everything. And it's all mm-hmm. there. Um, and there, I've got the book in front of me. Um, and I'm trying to remember how many chapters we did. Uh, I think there's, there's 13 chapters, no, no, 14 chapters. I'm sorry. Hmm. Um, Jeez. 14 chapters in the book. And they go from, they go from like the beginning of going out there in, interacting with these people and uh, me traveling with my really close friend, Danny Gunalin and going into these really hostile areas and, and then coming out with like incredible footage and incredible, this incredible story that I was like, I had to put down in this, mm-hmm. this book. So, and then the photos like are just, I mean, it's, it's been five years of me not being able to show these and I'm finally able to showcase these images and these images that, I mean, this is confidently, this is the largest collection of, uh, photographs of wild Boland's python in the world. You won't find anything else. Um, and awesome. these, these, these photos are like legit. These are not set up stage photographs. These are in the wild. These are, you know, uh, I am down on my hands and knees, you know, <laughs> with a flash in one hand and my camera and I'm, I'm taking photos and video and, uh, there's images of, you know, these, these Papuan tribes that I encounter and that I live with while I'm there. And then there's photos of Danny and I, um, you know, out of these, these incredible scenic environments. And then there's, you know, there's pictures of, I don't want to ruin it all for everybody, but there's photos <laughs> of, um, of, you know, a baby's hatching in the wild, which has never been ever recorded. And uh, That's amazing. it's never, ever been, never been uh, photographed also. So this is, it, uh, I mean, it's an incredible book. Um, Russ uh, Gurley is a very close friend of mine and he's an incredible editor and he has done numerous books and, I, I joked with him when we were making this. I was like, dude, this might be your best book ever. And he started laughing. So cause it's, just, it's just so well put together. And it's a, and, and I don't know if anybody knows, but it's a larger book. We decided to make a larger book. So it's a, Ooh. it's a, uh, I think it's a 12 by 12 or uh, it's around there. So it's a big book. So the photos are just like these breathtaking, large format images of just snakes and uh, environment and tribal people. And, and it's not just, about snakes it's 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 going to have something for everybody that's what i wanted to have in it it's the ultimate it's, the ultimate boland's python book and what goes into it i mean uh, it's got you know and then keith did a, an incredible job uh working alongside of me uh with frederick and putting together uh just a really really nice up-to-date uh captive husbandry section um with what's been with what we've been um kind of working along um, and kind of coming up with ideas on. Um, so that's in there. Um, and then it, it talks about some recent successes too, with like uh Ketzel with his reproductive success in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there was a German couple that produced them also. They were super wonderful to work with, very accommodating. And um, they had a uh, really interesting scenarios with their stuff. So all of their information is in there as well. So, I mean, realistically, this, this book has the recipe that you need. To, to reproduce these snakes. It's all there. 
It's just being able to incorporate it to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Being able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But it's all there. It's, um, it's just incredible. I keep looking at it and I'm like, Oh my God, it's finally done. What am I going to do now? You know, it's like, so, but, um, that's what I was talking about with Eric before we got cut off and all that craziness is I assume now, you know, you, the, the, the trips you're going on now, that's all setting up Uh for the third book now, right? Oh God! You guys want a third book? You're crazy! <laughs> you animals! That's, that's, yeah. Was that Eric? I heard laughing in the background. Yes, he's mm-hmm. here now. We found okay, him. Good, good, good. I'm we're back. All, we're, okay, good. We're all on now. Good, good. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Like I told when I was doing this with Russ, I said, "Man, I go. This is the last Bolin's Python book. I go, and there will be no other Bolin's Python books after this because nothing <laughs> else is going to be able to touch this book. That's how I made this. So, okay. However. I'm not opposed to doing some other stuff. And I, I do have just with my personality, I'm always thinking like 10 steps ahead of stuff. So I have a couple book projects I'm working on with, uh, with, you know, new Guinea themed, um, topics. So I'm sure it will encompass some bowl and stuff in it, but it'll be more like, uh, Poplin culture and folklore and everything, because through the course of putting this book together and all my travels, you know, aside from, you know, being incredibly fascinated with, and addicted to these snakes, uh, I just mm. really fell in love with these tribal people and their, their way of life and their philosophy and everything. So I'm going to try to put together something also that will be uh, interesting for, you know, your regular Joe Schmo to pick this book up and say, oh, wow, this is really interesting. It's got really pretty pictures. I'm making, you know, pick some cool stuff. So <laughs> I'm, I'm working on, I started working on that uh, the other day. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not stop. I'm, I'm not going to stop going. I'm, I'm, you know, every twice a year, it's my routine. So, uh, I've uh, I've committed my life to do this, so I'm not going to stop. Um, and it's just going to get more interesting because now I'm implementing um, this radio telemetry equipment that I've been finally able to procure a couple pieces to use. And I, I'm talking to you guys and Keith and Frederick and everybody and, uh, about it. So this should be really, really interesting to see what this comes up with. So. Yeah. 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 That should be, uh, that should really bring some insight into what's going on with these guys. I mean, you're going to be able to yeah. watch them pretty much all year long, right? See what they're doing. Yeah. So, so I had gone through every, like realistically every company that puts together equipment that I could use. And I had initially, I had gone after this company that, um, offered a GPS, like a similar GPS tracking and I'm saying, forgive me too, for the lack of knowledge on, I'm, I'm learning about telemetry equipment. Now I've, I've used some basic stuff with like Fronosoma and everything like that for working at the zoo and everything. So I, I know basics, but when it comes to different, um, you know, particulars involved in what I was trying to do, I really needed to get custom and specific for what I was doing. So all my stuff is being um, custom made right now to be able to do what I want. So initially the company I was going to go with, we were going to do like a, a GPS tracking device where it would be attached to the animal and I would get daily reports of movements and, you know, other things, yada, yada going with that. So, uh, but then I had done some research and I found a company that had utilized that with uh, reticulated pythons and it was absolute just madness and it, it did not work at all. They ended up losing <laughs> the equipment. Uh, I mean, it was just crazy. And, and obviously when, when you're, tracking animals with telemetry equipment, you know, lizards, birds, you know, turtles, uh, you know, those are the the prime candidates for doing. So being able to affix something where you can put it onto a snake where the animal sheds, it 
goes mm-hmm. into the tiniest of holes. You know, it's like these are all factors that I needed to take in consideration when I was trying to find the right equipment. So um, what I ended up going with was a different kind of uh, uh, it's uh, ATS telemetry is um, the name of the company. And they make telemetry uh, equipment for like dragonflies and like all sorts of little stuff. So it's, it, it's possible to do it on a snake. So all my um, data loggers are going to be um, just implanted, just barely underneath the skin. So it's going to be very minimal uh, invasive uh, surgery on them, you know, just a couple stitches and that. They're not going to even feel. It's like just putting a pit tag in, essentially. And, okay. then, um, and then it'll have an antenna, a really thin antenna that'll be exposed. And what I'll do is I'm going to uh, – I actually spoke to my – my friends out there, and uh, they're searching for a male right now because, you know, they're always looking for females. So I'm planning to uh, implant a female and then implant a male in, um, uh, next month because I'll be back next month. And um, I, uh, and then uh, those, those implants, I'll be able to get GPS readings from them as well as, uh, I believe it's internal temperature also on them. And then um, I have to come back the following year and track them old school style. Uh, and then I can download all the data because uh, the, the equipment I needed to be able to put on there where it wouldn't harm the animal and uh, give me the best uh, data uh, just wasn't feasible by doing it like initially how I wanted to do it. I mean, it looked like a VHS tape taped to the thing the way they had it on there. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Because so, I, I don't want to um, negatively inf- uh, negatively uh, cause any issues for these animals to do their normal day-to-day behavior. So um, I'm right, doing this right. like really minimal kind of invasive um, uh, technique and, uh, and it works. Uh, so, so what I'll do is I'll track, I'll, I'll, I'll put them in. The easy part's going to be implanting and the hard part's going to be tracking them. So I'm going to have to, um, it's going to be a nightmare, but it'll be super cool um, to uh, get all that information. So I'll be able to get, a year's worth of uh, spatial uh, data, like what their movements are and their internal body temperatures and, you know, how far they go from uh, certain GPS places that I'm going to be tracking them from. So, uh, which either or, I mean, if they don't do anything, it'll still be exciting. And if they do something, it'll be super exciting. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but it'll, uh, but it, it's going to be neat. So I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. So um, now, cool. we'll I cut- see what happens. I kind of, from all the times that we've spoken to you, I kind of remember yeah. you, you pretty much go to the same areas, right? Have you ever thought about like yeah. now going to a different area to see if Bowen's or somewhere else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I go to um, uh, this one area just because it's really, really fertile and I have uh, guaranteed access to animals that they're there. We know they're there. So, Right. Um, that's one of the reasons. So I'm able to observe them. And I mean, in the amount of times I've been going there, probably, I think since 2010 to currently I've recorded 14 nests in this area. Um, so, I mean, obviously I want to go to different areas and stuff, but it's so hard for me to leave this spot. Cause it's just like, kind of like my, <laughs> it's like, you know, my You're traveling uh, halfway my, around the world, right? You want to see them. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like my, uh, it's like my, you know, my go-to spot. So right. my honey hole, I guess. So and, uh, <laughs> the animals are do really, really well there. Um, so, but um, I also am going to be branching out eventually next year um, to try to find some uh, other areas um, further, closer to the border of PNG, uh, I've got some locality area data that I've 
been able to get from some friends. So I'm possibly going to check into that. And then I've also got a really good contact at PNG um, where they had located me earlier this year, um, a small group of Bolans that they found uh, that are real PNG animals. So I'm very, very eager to go over there and examine them and, and document them too, to see if there's any kind of difference um, physically or genetically or something like that to establish something. So, uh, and I was right. actually talking to uh, Mark O'Shea about that when I was at Scandinavian herb thing, and, and he thought it was very interesting. So um, hopefully we'll see how that goes. It's just a whole other ball game over there, especially with, with my guys. Uh, I'm, I've been working with my same hunter for six years and, you know, he's, you know, mm. part of his family. So it'll be interesting to go to a different group and see what happens and how to react with them and stuff like that. So, right. Right. Hmm. A whole new, kind of new trip. Yeah. Did you yeah, guys, whole new trip. did you guys talk about the, uh, symposium? How did that go? It went really well. Um, uh, Casper did a phenomenal job. I know he was yeah. wet bullets the whole time, <laughs> but um, but he, he he really put on a, an incredible uh, incredible symposium. It was uh, I kept telling him he kept worrying that it was so small, and I said you know it, it's small, but it's so comforting because there was like I think 150 plus people there. It was very old school feel, like we're down in this basement area. And there's like you know we're you know, there's a podium in the front and, you know, Marco Shea and Daniel Bennett's up there and all these other guys are talking. And it, it was just, I thought it was fantastic. I, I thought it, it was received so well. The, the, the presenters were great. Uh, I mean, it's, it's no bullshit. You go there and everybody's there because they want to learn. They want to talk to who's talking and they want to talk to you afterwards. Even if they don't speak the same language you speak, they want to, they just want to be around you and, and interact. And it's just, you know, it's fantastic. And then, you know, I got to meet up with uh, Frederick again. It's always great seeing him, and then um, a couple other people that that, um, that I, I I don't get to see as often. And uh, Mike from Canada was there. It's just like I mean, it was great. I mean, a lot of people came from all over the place just to come to the symposium. It was awesome. So, um, and I gave it a, a, a brand new talk, which is the one I'm going to give at Tinley uh, Saturday. Um, so everybody that didn't get to see the one in Copenhagen will be able to see it uh, for Tinley. So it should be nice. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, ask you this question when you were talking back before, yeah. but I don't want to interrupt you, but how do you take a picture of babies <laughs> hatching and eggs? Like how, how do yeah. you even, how do you set that up <laughs> without the, man, like, I, you know, to be honest with you, I, I had like 10 seconds to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> nothing yeah. like pressure, right? no pressure. Yeah, no yeah, pressure. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and on top of that, I had malaria. So, oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so that was the trip that I almost felt like I was going to die in my little hut. Um, oh, so, yeah. so I, I mean, luckily all my endorphins were like rushing, so I was like, okay, cool, I can move and we can do this. But we literally opened up the chamber where the eggs were and. I, I saw yolk, you know, that yolk coming out and I was like, Oh uh-huh. shit, it's happening. So I was like, just like trying to adjust, you know, whatever I could do to be able to pull off an image. And I always say like, you take a thousand photos and out of one of those photos, you'll get one that's breathtaking. And yeah. I felt like I took 2000 photos and I got four that were breathtaking. <laughs> wow. So, and I had video going at the same time. So I'm holding my camera, I'm holding my other camera and I'm like trying at the same time, I'm looking around at, you know, the, the soil composition, how much water is on the ground, what the vegetation's made out of. I mean, I'm like, 
constantly looking at things and everybody that knows me knows that I'm just constantly like, okay, what can I do now? What can I do this and that? And so it's like, I had all those things going through my mind as well. So, um, but I, I'd gotten some, um, absolutely, you know, just uh, incredible. I mean, the Holy grail I showed, um, I, uh, it was funny. I had, um, met up with a couple friends and, uh, Brian Barczyk was there and I'd never mm-hmm. spoken to Brian before. And, right, uh, yeah. and I sat down and I sat down and he was a super nice guy. And he was like, Oh, it's nice to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. I was like, Oh, you too. You know, we're talking. And, and uh, um, one of my friends I was with was like, yeah, are you, you know, just got back from New Guinea and all this stuff. He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, you're doing your bowling stuff work still. I'm like, Oh yeah. I go, it's not going to stop until I croak, man. I'm there. I was like, <laughs> I go, you want to, and, and we're sitting there drinking and, and I had a picture, I had a video on my phone and I hadn't showed anybody yet. I was like, I go, you want to see something cool? And he goes, yeah. So I showed him the video of the babies just pipping out of the egg and he just kind of like didn't say anything and he goes well shit might as well throw in the towel now there's nothing left <laughs> just stared at it and he was like he goes i i really don't know what to say and i said that's the reaction i wanted so yeah <laughs> it's um uh, it was uh i did good that day it was great um, but, um <laughs> yeah and then you so, collapsed I mean, from malaria yeah. yeah then i collapsed but um <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was cool, um, and it's weird because I always love showing photographs, but it's it's been so hard because all these photos um, I didn't want to spoil um, mm, for the book without people seeing for the book. I mean, there's like five years of just like the cream of the crop photos, and I've got pictures from my friend Paul who came with me, and um, I've got him in there and stuff like that, and he's been asking me, he's like, oh, can I see the photos you use? Can I see? Them? I'm like, no, you're gonna have to wait and see to the book. I don't want to show it. <laughs> oh, can I show it online? I'm like, don't you dare no. even think about putting it on Facebook. I, was right. like, I will strangle you if you do that. I was like, so, um, so I mean, yeah, there's images in here that like, like realistically nobody's ever seen before, and uh, most people probably won't ever see again. The, I mean, these are like, you're not going to be able to replicate images like this. It, ha- it was the perfect time, and it was just amazing, amazing experience, and. Uh, I've been working on this. Um, we had uh, Danny and I had originally wanted to put together a DVD um, to accompany the book, but it was just like so time. I mean, the book was so time consuming, and then being able to correlate our time, you know, being overseas together back and forth and putting things together mm-hmm. just wasn't feasible. And and I didn't want to put anything that was going to be crap out because, like I said, some of these images are just. I mean, I've got photos of, you know, mock battles with the Donny tribe and all this. I mean, I got incredible, like, video footage, National Geographic-worthy stuff. And so cool. I've been slowly going through, like, you know, 10 years' worth of video that I've taken from, like, my head cam and my phones and my video cameras and all this stuff. And I'm slowly putting things together. And I'm like, man, this is – I'm like, man, this is really cool, <laughs> you know. So, um, <laughs> but um, I'm uh, going to send them off to a friend of mine that – does a lot of uh like professional video editing and, and put something together nice so so hopefully uh by sometime next year i should have a video um that'll be available for people um if they want to see it and stuff like that i'm going to have uh some video with me playing at my booth because i'm going to have a booth set up um right uh-huh. at the main entryway i, be- I believe um, okay yeah i'm not going to be on the i'm not going to be on the show floor i'm going to be with like the educational groups and stuff i think but i think bob's got me like nice. right up in the front up there so uh, so if everybody's looking for me i'm going to be up there and i'll have video playing um uh on my tv monitor uh like 14 minutes of footage i've kind of threw together and then a bunch of stuff if they want and then the book uh, the two books will be with me there so people can see them unless uh russ Gurley 
uh, drives with two cases of books if they magically show up tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, please. But, oh, please. I know, right? I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have a line of people with all these IOUs. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, so I'll, I'll have, um, I'll have two copies for people to look at and then they can see them and everything like that. And everyone's, I mean, I, I, I um, uh, let's see, uh, I've a couple people. Well, the first copies ever went were in Europe. So those for the Copenhagen symposium and, and the people that, um, uh, touch base with me after like a week after said they just couldn't put the book down. They just absolutely loved it. And, uh, thought it was just, they just thought it was fantastic. It's, uh, I, I force, I force the reader to have to read the chapters to be able to learn the information. I'm not just putting it in there. That's my thing. <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to learn about it, you've got to read it. And my book is the basis for my book is, um, from one of my favorite books is from Carl Switek. Um, on uh, adventures in green tree python country because it instilled this adventure of herpetology and discovery and dangers and all this and, and that's kind of how i put my book together but it's uh you know as i'm lo- looking at it right now it's just you know it's just awesome and people are going to love it I, I think they're really going to be pleased with it they're going to want another book like like you're requesting and you're crazy so, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know but, yeah okay yeah. give me give me Three months, and I'll and I'll get you on the uh, you know yeah. you know when you come back right. from your next trip, you'll be like I I have to do another book. I can yeah, scrub Python yeah. book in the future. I put all yeah, the, I put all my I mean I've got I've got more I've always got more stories, but um, <laughs> you know yeah I've always got more stories, but uh, I don't know if there's any more secrets or anything to put in. I mean I got stuff in here that nobody's ever seen, and it's gonna be so cool. Like there's some pictures in here people are gonna just crap their pants like when they see it, like it's insane. I don't know if I want to come by and look at the book at your table or wait until it comes <laughs> in the mail. Like, you know, I know, right. Torture. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, too. I want like, to, but I don't at the same time, you know, cause I want exactly. that. Like, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, it, yeah, it's one of those things. It's just, uh, it's very cool. Um, like I said, Russ did an absolutely incredible job. Um, uh, putting this together and we uh we we had it printed at our, uh we had it printed ourselves so we were, we're in charge of all the distribution and all that stuff and uh, right. there's nowhere else you can get it right now it's, except from us so um, good and uh which is cool so <laughs> so all, all that money hopefully if i make some money from this uh we'll go back to more more trips more and stuff like trips, that yeah. So, yeah more more trips to keep people more. excited on hearing stuff and, and listening to me ramble and about things so but uh that's so. what we know for i mean that's awesome if we can check that episode off the list i mean come on yeah you right. know yeah. yeah i'm uh i feel like the uh kid from uh christmas story like waiting for huh. the uh orphan annie secret decoder pin thing you're not gonna be uh what you call it uh Sitting, oh, I'm reading a thing Russ just sent me. Yeah, uh, about the uh, sorry, for the books. The books. I'm like, no, <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Everybody's going to be really, really pleased with it. It's uh, it it was the first book I, I was absolutely uh, in love with uh, because mm-hmm. um, for what it came out and it and, and realistically it was a good book. But um, this book is the book that I was always meant to write, if that makes sense. That's yeah, because awesome. of yeah. Yeah. what it is. I mean, it's just going to be. Uh, it's just awesome. There's so many things. Like my friend uh, Lawrence uh, has read it read it twice now. He keeps going back and <laughs> forth over it, and uh, 
uh, my friend Mike was traveling through Europe with his wife. They're supposed to be out. He went to the symposium. And then in return, he had to go traveling with her. So he sends all these po- pictures of me with him, like on these, all these famous monuments and he's holding the book. I'm like, it's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, God only knows what Keith's going to post when he finally gets his, he'll be like, like yeah, hugging no. it. Like, you know, yeah, with crying it. yeah. or something, yeah. <laughs> something like that. I, but I know <laughs> Owen makes fun of me and says that I'm the guy, uh, you know, like with the little quill pen sitting at the desk, like yeah. candlelight yes. and shit. That, yes. That's going to be Keith. Like, I, leave me alone. Stay leave away. Me alone. I must study. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, uh, but yeah, it's, um, it'll be, um, I know a lot of people are, 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 patiently waiting and some are more impatiently awaiting for its arrival but trust me trust me uh it's uh it's so you're going to be very pleased with it and like i said it's um customs i think is reading every copy before they release it i have no idea why they (laughs) see that so is is it a safe bet to say that you're like getting bombarded by people asking every day where's the book (laughs) every day every day and rest too and I, and I, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a very like people person, you know, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I was like, I can't do anything. I was like, I was like, it's coming. And that's why I want to bring it. So people can yeah. see that it's real. <laughs> so like, you know, so they're not like, yeah. Oh sweet. You know, it's not I'm like, big for nothing. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, no, this is uh yeah, it's real. So I'll, like I said, I'll have two copies with me and, um, um, but actually, um, I, yeah, I should probably, yeah, I can say this, but so, um, <laughs> I know everybody's uh, been aware of Tel Hicks's situation, and um, yes. he's a he's a friend of mine. He's always been uh, just an inc- I mean, obviously, it, incredible is not even a word to describe his art. Um, right. Amazing, mind blowing. But he's Gorgeous. also just an absolutely incredible, incredible individual, and and he's been always a nice friend. And we first met when I was in uh, for the release of Black Python, and that's when we started talking and stuff. So I was super sad to see of his condition that happened. So um, and I. Yeah. Uh, I understand he's doing, he's improving slightly, which is great. So um, what I uh, am going to be doing is I will be donating the, my personal hardcover copy for his auction at Tinley. Um, oh, and awesome. uh, so um, it'll be the first book in the U S that will be available. So I'm hoping that it'll generate some excitement for everybody um, to have it, but also to be able to uh, help tell um, and his family yeah. with stuff like that. So, Especially if the books don't make it to Tinley, that that'll be the only one <laughs> there. That'll I mean, be the, yeah, that'll be the only one that'll be there. And uh, there so, might be a um, fist fight for that book. I mean, Jesus. It's, um. it's, uh, yeah, I was talking to to Russ and Bob about that, and I said, you know, I really want to donate uh, since because we were hoping they were going to show up. Obviously, the books, but yeah. Um, so hopefully, I mean, and who knows? They might. They might. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to be. Uh, um, expecting it but I, like i said i'll have a couple copies of see but i'm going to donate the my hardcover for that so it'll be uh it'll be available uh one copy will be available so we'll see what happens <laughs> i'm not holding any responsibility for uh injury death or any uh that would come from disclaimer the, right yeah disclaimer so um but yeah it'll um it, it, so that'll be there so it'll be cool so people will be able, somebody will be able to get it so and i'll find it Our, of course and all that stuff Ari, are you bringing any more of your um, skulls and other stuff, or is this completely devoted to the uh, book? T- this t- is just this is straight bowling stuff. Uh, got it. Just, uh, project Project Black Python. Um, I'm gonna have. I've got about a hundred T-shirts with me. Nice. Uh, nice. Brand new, brand new designs. Uh, I've got, I've got two different designs that I have with me, and then I have uh, 
I found a couple shirts from the year prior with like the lithograph style one we did. I know a lot of people are interested about that. So I've got oh, nice. a bunch. I got a bunch of t-shirts for uh, that'll be there available. Um, and then I've got um, some um, really high res um, photographs that uh, I think I've got 20 photographs with me also uh, from uh, images in the book. I've got like a really beautiful in situ photo of a Bolins. And then I've got the photo of the baby's hatching. Um, oh. So um, they'll look and they're all signed. So they'll look great in people's snake rooms or whatever. But yeah, so, so there'll be some stuff to, to pick up, you know, as my daughter calls it merch, I guess I'm learning the, <laughs> the, uh, the you know, the slang terms. Merch. Be the swag. Right. Yeah. So, I got you. Yeah. She's like, daddy, you got a lot of merch. And I'm like, what's that? And so, but, uh, yeah. So I'll have that. And then, um, like I said, I'll have some video stuff playing too. So, and then I'll just be there to, to hang out and, you know, drink some beers and catch up with everybody and talk about what's going on with my project and, you know, and just, you know, have a great time. I love, I love the Tinley October show. It's my favorite show. It's uh, so nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Really good people there. And it's just, it's great. It's just a reason it's, it gives everybody an excuse to just get hammered and talk about reptile, which is great. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> I was telling Eric, yeah, I'm all depressed. I'm not going. So it's oh, like, you know. It's, oh, it's sorry. Gonna yeah, it's probably going to be really, really bad on you. Don't want to <laughs> hey, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. You know, it sucks, right? Yeah. 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 This was the worst Tinley ever. This is the worst. Oh, it was no, crap. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> the worst one. Yeah. Um, but, but no, that's, uh, that's awesome. Hopefully you felt so. When you're kind of going through the book, I know you have a bunch of stories that kind of take you back to yeah. different times you went there. But are you looking yeah. at certain pictures and like remembering like having to crawl underneath a log on oh, your yeah. stomach to get this shot or yeah, kind of crap every, like that? Um, every photo that's in there, um, I remember the second I took it or what was involved with it or the, just the emotion that was um, portrayed from it. Um mm. Yeah, it's it, it's it was it was really exciting and also really hard to go back through a lot of it just because it was so, so without sounding cheesy it was like so powerful just to be in that environment in that scenario um, and to be able to go back and forth. I mean, I, I've lost track honestly of how many times I've I've been there, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like you know I've been going for over ten years now. And, and these stories are just like, I mean, I, it was hard. The hardest thing was trying to pick the best one, like not the best ones, but ones that I think people would really enjoy. Um, right. That was the hardest part for me um, uh, to, to be able to decide because, because I mean, there's so many stories. I mean, it's like somebody doing I'm weird. I mean, it's like, you know, hanging out of the crocodile farm while I'm waiting to catch a flight and, you know, nobody's in the farm and the door and the cage doors are unlatched and there's about, 16, you know, five to six meter, you know, porosis, you know, saltwater crocodile sitting in there. And then the guy asked me, I want to feed it, feed it a chicken. I'm like, sure. So I give him a dollar and we just hop the fence and go in there and feed all these crazy saltwater crocodiles. I mean, it's like, it's crazy stuff like that, you know, or like, you know, um, I don't think I had the one about the, the drunk guys that were beating on my, the hood of my truck out there and let me pass and stuff. And, and I didn't put the one where I had explosive diarrhea at the village. I didn't put that one in there. Uh, that was, that was just for your podcast. Thank yeah. you. Nice. Yeah. We're a classy, yeah, you're classy organization here, but you yeah, know, I got, I got plenty of shit stories I can tell you, but, um, 
Yeah, so I think it was just hard being able to pick all of the the ones that I really that were really really just powerful story, you know, moments uh, that I remembered and stuff like that. And and it only gets better and better. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, last trip in January I almost died, so I'm good to go for at least four or five more trips. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, it's uh, interesting. But yeah, we're gonna just see how far we can go in you know, see how deep, you know, deeper we can go in and find uh, some more areas and uh, try to kind of figure what out what they're doing out there. I mean, they know exactly what they're doing and it's incredible to me every time I'm out there. I'm like, God, this snake lives here. It's just insane. You know, it's absolutely insane that they could do this. There's no other snake can do that. And I'm like, why these guys? So, um, so we'll, we'll see, but yeah, I've got plans. I don't have plan. I don't have any plans to stop going. That's for sure. Just because the book yeah. doesn't mean I'm not, that I'm going to turn my passport in no way to, way in hell so um i mean where you kind of feel like with these two books that this is the most in-depth that people have kind of even looked at any python yeah. species i mean um, you know on a specific uh, one yes yeah yeah maybe okay. i mean i mean maybe compared to ball pythons but it's different because uh on the ball python aspect i see it more of a, like a husbandry side of it yeah exactly so you know yeah. it's more, um but how to keep it breeding a, yeah yeah, exactly. Which is very cool too. Um, I think there were actually, I think there were a couple books that were like some uh, like natural history stuff, but it was very limited. But but as far as a first single species, yeah, I, I definitely think this is a reptilian species that, that this is the most in depth because um, most people would have stopped off to the first one. Uh, yeah. Somebody else would have picked it up, and I was just like, no, I'm picking it up, and I'm taking it still. It's mine. I was like, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. Yeah. So I, I'm sure that we. I mean, I, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, man, shit, I don't really want to do another book. But <laughs> and I'm like, no. Have and you... I'm thinking in my head right now, I'm like, hmm, oh, another idea. <laughs> Owen just say another book, yeah. 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 Have you yeah. thought about, like, uh, maybe doing some kind of uh, – I mean, I know you talked about the DVD and you're doing recording and yeah. stuff. Have you thought about doing any kind of, like uh, – uh, for lack of a better word, like a, a documentary type of thing. That, uh, yeah. You know? um, I, that, that idea has crossed my mind probably about a dozen times in the last three weeks. And okay. um, I, uh, I, yeah, it, it is. I, I think, I think what I'm hesitant about with it is mm-hmm. having somebody else do it because, um, cause I've been there and, and, and I know what I want to see. I know what people are going to want to see, and I know what needs to be shown, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's the tough part. It's like, you know, being able to have somebody that can relate with me with what I want to convey to whoever's watching it is going to be the most important thing, obviously. And, and the most important thing is, you know, protecting New Guinea and Papua where these animals live. And then from that, it's, protecting the people and understanding them. And then it's why it's important to protect the people in New Guinea because these snakes live there also. So it it has many different factors. It's not just about the snake. And and I've said that a bunch of times, but it's a, so it's like, you know, I've got a lot of different video and a lot of it's different quality over the years and stuff. But um, I mean, I've got some pretty incredible footage as it is, but yeah, I would like to possibly take somebody uh with me on a on a trip and and i've also talked um about doing a couple trips maybe where i'm bringing maybe one or two people to see it but it's just so nerve-wracking to me um bringing outsiders in um because it's just it's not 
it's not a fun trip at all. That's the thing. Uh, so, I mean, I'm all, I'll be honest. I hate it all the time. It's okay, I right? never, I never look forward to going back except for seeing my friends and seeing the snake, and that's it. Right. Uh, everything else is just like waiting here, seven planes there, you know, having to deal with this person. It's, it's a it's a, a very different trip than what a lot of people would anticipate. And, and, uh, that is the, um, the biggest issue that's held me back from bringing people out there. I know Keith is very, very adamant. Uh, he has been to me about, uh, wanting to go, but he's also very hesitant just because of the safety and, and, uh, what's involved on everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've seen it and I, and I don't want to sound, um, uh, like showing off by any means, but I've seen it enough now that I understand it all out there. So mm-hmm. I, I'm at the point now where I need to bring somebody else that hasn't seen it to be able to get that other outside look as far as, okay, what are we missing? Or what are you noticing that I'm not seeing? You know? Um, sure. uh, and, and, and also, <clears throat> it's, and, and, and also it's, it's, it's not, it's my special place. <laughs> it sounds cheesy, yeah. but <laughs> it's my special place. But what's the sh- what's the joy in just me being able to only enjoy it by right. showing it to other people? If I can bring somebody out there and they see it and they have like a life altering moment where they're face to face with a, a wild Boland's python sitting on eggs, you know, and and they see that and you know they break down and cry, then I'm like, okay, cool, you know, it's did it, you know, it's like that that makes me feel good, um, right? So. Because, uh, I mean, it, so there's, I've got a lot of things I'm, I'm thinking of doing. It's just being able to, to orchestrate it correctly where I can, where I feel like I'm in control doing it. Right. <laughs> just going over there, you're never in control. I mean, you can have a plan and that's about it. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, I've got plans for, you know, hopefully to do um, a documentary film with it where it's really just high quality and the message that's uh portrayed is uh with the quality so and then bringing some people would be nice too not a big group maybe one or two people at a time because uh, you know sometimes people annoy me and <laughs> i don't want to be <laughs> four annoying people because yeah. i might leave them yeah Ari would just leave them in the jungle it's like yeah forget yeah. these guys uh, <laughs> yeah. i didn't know there was oh, gonna be know. bugs i swear i saw right. owen a little bit ago yeah. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. yeah. Bigfoot but, got him. Bigfoot took him. It's just very. Uh, it's just very demanding. It, it takes a lot. Uh, it, it's very strenuous. Uh, it's real physical. It's also emotional too to deal with. There's a lot of stuff to 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 handle when you go there. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I would kind of be in key spot. Like as much as I would yeah. want to 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 go there, I would also be hesitant because of. You climbing know. a mountain? No, not that. Yeah. Not the physical no. part of it. That wouldn't. I don't think that would bother me. But I think it would just be adrenaline for me when it comes to that. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I probably yeah. would die when I came back. I would be like, oh my god. <laughs> you know, yeah, but it really, uh, it really changes uh, your perspective on life in general. Um, <laughs> do, going to places like this um, and then experiencing things also. Um, and if you make it back alive too, um, yeah, yeah, the whole kind of perspective. But, uh, well, I'm taking my yeah, first well, step. Australia is this year. I got well, what cool. two months to go, and I'll, and I'll be there. And it's not too not far even, from dude. there, but you know, yeah. So, 
yeah, definitely. And I, I know I've got a, uh, I got one friend who's doing Africa this year, and I'm just like, man, I don't want to go to Africa. I don't want to set foot in Africa. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, the yes. only place I want to go to Africa is the Congo, but that's probably you know real sketchy. So it's just, but um, Zach's going to Africa. Yeah. He's headed yeah, out. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, Zach. Yeah, yeah he's going to Africa. Yep. So I saw him a couple weeks ago in Copenhagen. We were talking about it, but yeah, I mean it's weird too, and it's like I've got so much time and um, and energy devoted into um, Papua with these animals. I I can't stray far from the from my path. You know, it's weird. Like uh, I feel guilty going somewhere else. So I'm always I'm like, okay, I'll go back. I'm back. You know, or it's like <laughs> my my year uh, schedule is like, all right, I'll be back January. I'll be back November. I'm like, all right, well, I'll be back May. I'll be back, uh, you know, February or something like that. You know, so I'll, I'm never going to stop going. I'll be back there. I'll be there at least, you know, at least once a year. So where do you yeah. see um, yourself and Boland's pythons in the wild and in captivity, say 10 years from now? What's the hope? Wow. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I see me going back every time. I don't think that changing. <laughs> like you I know? said, January. Uh, when you yeah. stop, yeah. I'll say this. When you stop going to uh, there, we will stop doing the podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. There you go. No pressure. I'm yeah. sure there'll be more interesting people coming along. Um, there, um, I, I won't, I see the future. I mean, I'll keep, continue going until I can't go. Um, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's going to stop me going unless, you know, something physical or, or whatever. Um, but, uh, I'll, I will continue to go until, you know, I drop dead essentially and, uh, knock on wood. And, um, but with captivity, um, I, I want to, I want to say, I hope, I really hope that we get to a point where we're able to establish something, um, not necessarily concrete, but something to the point where we can anticipate um, animals being produced so so often. Maybe it's one year, one every other year, something like that, as opposed to now, where it's like you know we just had this year we had a gentleman in uh, uh, I think it was in France. I hope I, I think it was in France, and he produced the clutch, and but the clutches yeah. were sadly infertile. Um, so um, so it's like you know. Uh, I hope we can get to that point where, because we we have everything we need, we we have it all now. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's enough. There's enough great, incredible minds that are working together, finally coming together, and putting mm-hmm. the egos aside. I mean, there's still egos out there, but um, <laughs> the, the the ones that are together um, are really making a solid difference and making it available for other people to to learn and ask questions. And, and that's how we're going to get it in the wild. I don't know. I mean, the one, the one thing that's positive about Papua is it's just so vast. It's mm. just so, you know, it's so difficult to, to trek everywhere. So the, the place will keep the animals safe for mm-hmm. an extent. Um, I, I, I mean, Bones pythons will be there in 10 years, whether or not they're as plentiful as they were now, I don't know. Um, hopefully there'll be something to, to be able to establish some kind of conservation effort where animals are, have a better protective uh, aspect of them. Um, and I, Mm -hmm. and I hope to be involved with that just from what I've seen and what I've, you know, all the, you know, the, I've done, I've walked the walk and I've talked to talk. So I hope I can be involved in it, but, um, uh, I don't know. Like I, I really feel that captivity is the way of the future now with these animals. Um, just because, We have every, we have all the pieces we need. We just have to put them together. And Keith and I and Frederick, um, you know, I've, I've spoken 
you know, had lengthy conversations uh, about um, just it's not a it's not a hidden secret. It's not a uh, some bizarre routine. It's it's consistency. It's, um, you know, routine with animals. It's being able to maintain healthy animals in general. And then the animals will do the rest. And there's just a couple little tweaks in between that that need to be addressed and 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 it should work and and we have like i said we have everything we need there's no i know for years people are like oh there's some secret cue or some secret <laughs> you know ingredient that we're missing and it's not yeah. it's, it's always yeah. it's always been there it's just we're dealing with a different entity and and that's why it's so important that we have such a solid caring and generous uh, group of individuals um, that are willing to to talk, you know, and give advice and give ideas and and, uh, and go from there and share it instead of, you know, hiding in the basement, you know, with all their animals and, you know, not wanting to partake in anything. And, and you know, if we all get together and say, hey, we're, this isn't about a monetary thing. This is about sustaining an animal that potentially we not we might not be able to to get anymore because of right. the way the world changes. So yeah. would it make sense on having, you know, dozens and dozens of these snakes and not being able to reproduce them and then all of a sudden we're not able to access them anymore and we can't do anything with the animals we have but just keep them here until they eventually, you know, die. Right. Um, and I refuse to accept that as uh, an answer. Um, it's, uh, you know, so that's why I'm trying to do all this crazy st- i guess it's crazy stuff <laughs> i guess <laughs> I mean, to, to be able to you know say hey you know you know you know it's not a pissing contest we're we're in yeah. this together and it's sadly the herpetological community is not always like that but the people that i feel that are involved actively and um want to do something are are right at the forefront where where this will be this will be great you know it's like uh so that's where I hope I hope in the next ten years we're there. Yeah, I can't think. I mean, when it comes to Keith, uh, yeah, I've, he he consistently impresses me with how he thinks. I've never well, he's a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, that is true. He is a Keith McPete is a crazy man, but he is a very very good friend of mine, and he is an incredible crazy man. And yes, his way of thinking blows me out of the water on a lot of of his ideas and observations and i think i mean with his you know i love his you know five page rants because in those rants they open up ideas and they shed light on scenarios that we have not expressed or scenarios that have worked for other things and 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 it's not it's never anything negative because if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does, we, we have an option to try it, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then also Frederick, I mean, he just impresses me every time. Uh, and we were, we were hanging out a couple of weeks ago in Copenhagen and just talking. And it was like, um, it was weird. Cause it was the first time we sat and hung out for hours and didn't talk about snakes. <laughs> like, you know, and then, and then I'm like, Hey, we need to talk about bowling. He's like, okay. You know, oh yeah, so, right. <laughs> and, and um, so, and with what he's done, his he's so in tune on his animals 
um, with his personality where he's able to recognize certain things. And I mirrored his entire regiment last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to the T and uh, I, I, I got close from what I thought, but I, I've always said that I've gotten close because I've thought I've gotten close, but you're not close until you've got eggs. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, I mean, and there's just so many um, people and I know I'm like leaving everybody's names out. I'm just kind of brain fried from getting ready for Tinley, but um, <laughs> it's just like, you know, some of these people, it's just, uh, I just feel completely, honored to uh call friends because uh and you guys too i mean it's just like um being there to help you know push this positive message that you know i've been you know preaching for years now of like this positive collaboration and you know it's there's not one person that knows everything and and that's hard getting through some of these people's thick skulls you know it's like (laughs) what's it gonna do you know it's like so i mean i i hope i mean into answer your question because i've been rambling on but um i hope in the next 10 years we're at a place where we uh don't have to rely on pulling animals from you know the wild and we're able to sustain captive healthy populations uh where we're able to you know switch bloodlines over i can send animals to keith i can send animals to frederick and vice versa i can send animals to to Eric, I can send animals to Owen. I, you know, it's like, you know, here and there, you know, I can send animals to Evan. He can send back and forth. It's like, you know, that we're to a point where we're able to sustain animals um, mm-hmm. without taking all that pressure from the wild. Um, sure. Uh, and then that's my, that's my hope ultimately to be able to do that. And then, uh, and then just have fun in the meantime. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I, I don't know. What's your, I'm curious on your thoughts on this, like, and this sort of, uh, the other day, maybe it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was probably a couple weeks ago. I saw uh, Lawrence, he had put his scrub pythons together and he was getting yeah. populations. And yeah. I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I think Keith is trying it this year, but. Yeah, he's maybe um, seen some recording stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've always, you know, and, and to go to Lawrence too, Lawrence doing some awesome stuff. I, we finally got, got had, or had a chance to meet uh, a couple of weeks ago and talk, and he's just a stand-up guy, very, very knowledgeable on these amethyst teams. And, and he's trying to emulate uh, kind of like what I'm doing, but with his amethyst team stuff. So we talked about a lot of that. He's just, he's he's got his stuff dialing down, which is very cool. But um, to uh, – I forgot totally what your question was. I just had a brain fart. I was just talking about the (laughs) the timing. Like, it seems like everybody follows the same sort of, you know, know, November, you start to cool, et cetera. Yeah, and and, and that's based from um, uh, Frederick's uh, success. Uh, I mean, in the Mm -hmm. wild, May, June, and July is peak breeding season. So we've got gravid animals right now that are either laying eggs or sitting on eggs uh, in the wild. So um, it's opposite, obviously, but we seem to – seem to have the most success with, you know, starting that cycle from November. There's been a lot of a really good discussion with Keith and I and Frederick uh, about uh, temperature um, during um, uh, the reproductive phase um, mm-hmm. also, and kind of relating it back to like uh, Lachesis, uh, Muda, like the Bushmasters and um, some of the other, um, like uh, real primitive uh, vipers uh, kind of had some similarities I was picking up on and we discussed that and thought it was really interesting. So uh, there's some, we've got some new ideas this season. I know, I know um, uh, Keith was, uh, had his, is having his animals paired up the entire season. He's not going to pull them. I just um, 
I, we had some um, pretty heavy rain and some change in pressure, and the temps have been dropping here in Texas. And I just put my guys together. I haven't seen anything yet, but I mean, it doesn't mean anything. But uh, um, so it's there's um, I think timing is obviously um, a big factor mm-hmm. as far as um, I mean that female's got to be putting out those cues, and that's going to be getting that male. Uh, going so but i haven't seen anything yet i know ski saw some spurring and stuff and i'm sure if he saw spurring there's gonna be some court some courting and copulation followed um because that male's not going to just do that for the fun of it um so um but yeah i think um there's a lot of uh that ovulation mark is where we're always running up to and that's that's the spot we're trying to overcome right now we've got some really great uh theories on um um what um what we can do and i'm not going to tell you because you're going to have to read it in the book <laughs> <laughs> nice that was a nice okay. book yeah that was good yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah. i mean i i don't know i just i i i can't remember who we were talking to oh and maybe you remember but they were talking about scrubs yeah. and they were talking about how the they had this pair of scrubs and they kept them in the window of a pet store, and it was just like paired yeah. together all the time. I remember hearing that. And you know, then all of a sudden it, they bred just because they just kind of left them alone and yeah. let them do their thing. And you Well, know. you know, animals are, you know, ultimately they're going to decide when they want essentially yeah. to, to reproduce, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've learned and a lot of other keepers have learned too is, and, and this is like my saying, is like bolons are life. You know, it's, um, they have to be – this is the type of snake that at this point anyway with a husbandry is they have to be as, established in a routine for a number of years to be successful, in my opinion, just to survive, mm-hmm. let alone attempting the reproductive process is a whole other ballgame. But routine is a very, very um, big uh, word I use on a lot of the, the talks I do. I mean they have to have a routine, and it has to be consistent. You can't mm-hmm. take an animal for a year and try to breed it and then, um, you know, pull the Paul Miles where he bred them the first time. It's not going to happen, you know, right. and and then sell them, and then it takes them another two or three years to get acclimated with somebody else. It's not going to work that way. Either you work with Boland's pythons or you don't work with Boland's pythons, and that's the best way I can describe it because you have yeah. to devote everything to these snakes to be able to be successful. And um, I have a friend that uh, I know has um, probably, if not as many, might have more than Evan right now. He's been just getting as many as he can to establish a huge working group, and that's all he has. And, I mean, you have to really, really – I mean, you can't – You can't half-ass it. No, you really can't. can't. You can't half-ass it. Um, it's, you know, a monetary thing as far as being able to, to pay for them and then set them up yeah. correctly and then be able to establish them. And when you get them, it's like, you know, have when people say, oh, you're going to buy that baby tortoise, huh? Well, in about 50 years, it's going to be this big and your kid's going to take it to college. It's the same right. kind of concept, you know? You've right. got to be able to, if you're going to be working with Boland's pythons, you have to be able to accept that that is the only snake you're going to be working with still in 10 or 20 years. Because mm-hmm. you have to. You can't just get bored of them and get rid of them or get fed up and try it and get rid of it. Because bones are life. That's the way it is. They're just a very sensitive species. And they respond very well in captivity when given you know, the correct conditions. 
Mm -hmm. However, it takes a long time for them to acclimate to those conditions and be able to even feel comfortable to the point of reproducing. Um, And and that's just my opinion. And I know Keith uh, and Frederick really share that same philosophy. And and like he says, you know, his rhythm of the room, that is a, that is a key word right there um, or phrase rather that they Mm -hmm. have to get into that routine. Um, And uh, it's very, very, I think it's, I think it's detrimental to be able to get them to reproduce if you cannot establish that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, the, I guess my, my thinking with the, I'm just going back to the timing real quick, you know, because another thing that I think about is like, you know, when you're breeding poplin carpet pythons, they're usually the first to breed, they're IJs, whatever you want to call them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, right. Um, but when you're breeding them, they're usually they don't really need like a lot of triggers or whatever. They just sort of go. Chondros seem to be in the same type of the way. Yeah. You know, and then when those scrubs were breeding earlier, I'm like, well, maybe it's just a timing thing. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that. I, know. Um, I mean, the success with a lot of the amethystines uh, has significantly increased within the last, you know, five to six years. Yeah. Um, where they're, they've been they've been getting some success now, and um, I I'm so immersed in Bolins that you know I haven't reached out to some of those people and say, hey, what are you guys doing? you know, that you found to be, to work different because obviously, um, you know, it might be interesting to, uh, you know, try it with what I'm doing too. But at the same time, you don't want to break that cycle of routine that you've been working with for so many years and all of a sudden throw a new variable in there and it fucks everything up. Um, Right. I think, uh, I think uh, with the scrubs, I think it just comes down to, you have a lot of, I think it's the same way. Like, you know, the, you know, you have to deal if you're going to do it deal with scrubs you kind of doing it from an aspect of this is forever <laughs> yeah and yeah, exactly. i think prior to recently a lot of those people you know including owen and myself go back and forth and back and forth right. you know what i mean yeah. so those animals are getting tossed around from this yeah. place to that place to this place different routine exactly. different routine you know and, and they just and can't ever get a groove and that's a, a reality, uh, unfortunately, with a lot of species in the hobby because obviously you have a person that is going to be working with a project for the monetary aspect, and that's fine. And mm-hmm. then you have people that are going to be working with the species to work with the species. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, the people that are going to be working with the species to work with that species are the ones that should be working with these higher-end, more difficult-to-work-with animals um, that are not going to be – deterred year after year after year from no reproduction and get rid of their animals, they're going to continue to try to crack that puzzle of what they right. can do this year as opposed to what they need to do the next year. Um, and, and it's, you know, th- that's just how it is. Um, but um, I don't know. It's um, I mean, it's 2018 and we're still having, I mean, you've had some of the, some of the greatest, you know, Python keepers that have been in existence have worked with these animals and yeah. still haven't had any success. I mean, right. um, it, it's fascinating to me. And, uh, I mean, they're incredible. First off, I mean, they're incredible looking. So that's the, the draw right there. But then after that, the fact of why, why, why can't we keep these things? You know, we're just starting to be able to understand how to keep them comfortable in captivity, you know, within mm-hmm. the last few years. Um, and then let alone, you know, behavior in the wild, you know, has been virtually unknown until you know these last 10 years that i've been being able to just be given these 
opportunities to see these animals react in the wild and been shown them. Um, so now I think it's all coming full circle where I hope we get to a point where now it's like we have all the pieces we need. Let's let's get this you know figured out and see what we can do to help these animals. Right. right. So Ari, oh, go ahead. With, with your, st- I mean, with, with people like you and Keith and stuff of that bringing attention yeah. to Bolins and also like really trying very hard to establish yeah. a captive breeding population. Without you guys, what do yeah. you think the Bolins like? What do you think would have happened? Because I mean, in my Nothing. opinion, there's two ways it can go. <laughs> it could either, exactly. Yeah. It could either be like Dunn's pythons, where it's like, yeah, we used to have these things. They're kind of cool. They're gone now. Yeah. Or yeah. would it end up kind of like with Nile monitors, where a tub of babies show up fresh out of the yeah. egg. They're sold off, and they like half of them are dead, you know, yeah. by anybody who buys them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't I mean I don't want it to sound like I'm tooting my own horn on it, but right. I don't think like <laughs> if if I if I wasn't involved in Boland's pythons. When I first saw my first one in 1997, I think it was, I think that would have been the same thing. I think you would have had a couple people have some success, and then it would have been, well, yeah, uh, I didn't get anything this year, you know, and it would have been the same routine. They would have just either died, they would have um, been passed around here, they would have been passed around here, there would have been no... uh, natural history work done with them there would have been certainly no field observations with any credibility that has come out done with them um you know that it it would have just faded out it just would have been another you know enigmatic species that we used to remember but now nobody has worked with or nobody can find you know it would have been Mm -hmm. like that i mean it's interesting like it's cracking me up like everybody's all hot and crazy for savus now you know, I remember oh, savage yeah. pythons, and nobody wanted savus, but they were, they're such an interesting species, but nobody was working with them because they bit, and nobody Mine could figure mean. out how to yeah. breed them. Yeah, <laughs> it's a savu, it's a, a savu, they bite, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, cool, you know, and and nobody wanted to do it, and, and now everybody's getting very excited with them because there's been some people that have produced them, and they're figuring it out, so it's great, you know, and, but unfortunately, you know, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the, they didn't disappear. And, and just like with the Duns too, you know, and the, mm-hmm. some of these other water pythons and stuff, it's like, it's the same thing. People are, people are looking now because they realize what they had before they lost because they were looking at it as a monetary thing. And now right. it's like, I really wanted to work with that snake. Okay. Well, that snake's going to be $5,000 because we haven't seen one in 10 years. You know, it's like, Crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, I, I, I really think, um, I mean, I, I do bowling stuff every day when I'm at work, when I'm at home, you know, when I'm on vacation. I'm constantly talking to people. I'm constantly responding to messages. I, I'm trying to put what I'm doing out there as much as I can to, to bring awareness and say, hey, this is, you know, what I'm devoted on doing. And, you know, I'm trying to get people involved. And, and for the most part, within the last, I don't know, since we put that forum up, man, it's been awesome. We get people message and ask questions. Sadly, a lot of people, I think, are intimidated to ask questions, but it has, like, such a good positive response. If somebody is a shithead, I'd kick them off. There's no questions asked. It's a yep. place to be – it's a place for people to come to ask questions, to show photos of their snake, and enjoy these animals. You know, and, yeah. and I think it's really brought out a lot of people that were intimidated and shy to really get involved. And now I'm seeing people – 
that that I've spoken to that I've never met before come up to me and say, hey, I just really wanted to meet you. You know, I really enjoyed having our conversation, all this stuff. You know, thanks for what what you're doing. And I'm like, what did I do? I just <laughs> almost died in a died in a hut. I've been having right. diarrhea for three days, and I ate dog. <laughs> you know, you're well. You're welcome. You know, it's like, so I had uh, a guinea pig. Oh, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I wish. You know. But yeah, uh, well, Ari, yeah. <clears throat> I know you probably don't want to, you know, pat toot your own horn or whatever. But let's face it. I mean, what other guy, what other person, in I can't think of anybody that that puts as much effort into a species as you. I mean, it's just. I mean, you're going halfway well, well, around the world to study I, these I really, things. Uh, that you haven't I mean, that been means, captured. Uh, that means a lot, obviously. I mean, uh, I mean, to yeah, be honest, it's flat out. I mean, uh, so I really appreciate that. It's, uh, I mean, it's, I, I, I look at it because I enjoy it. Like I said, I hate going over there. It's a lie. I mean, I love it. It's absolutely. Uh, I, I will retire there when I'm old and gray. But it's, <laughs> um, it, I don't know. It's just kind of like a calling. I can't walk away from it. Uh, you know, the right. seed's been planted, and it's not. I, I'm not done yet. It's uh, I don't know what I'm waiting for, and, and that's what I was mm. talking about uh, in Copenhagen. I was like, people are like, oh, what do you look for? I was like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm looking for, but whatever I see, I'm going to record. You know, right. I I have no specific focus on what I'm trying to find. All I'm trying to do is observe, and right. I think a lot of times, uh, and I think Frederick or was Casper or Frederick or was Casper's Frederick or Keith said a lot of times the best answer is just to sit there and just watch. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I feel incredibly fortunate enough to be able to do. And sometimes I just go there and I sit down in that mucky pool of water and I just stare at it (laughs) and I'm just looking, you know, thinking to myself, I'm in the middle of nowhere. My GPS isn't even picking where I'm up and I'm looking at the snake right now and it's sitting on eggs. Why is it sitting on eggs here? And it's not sitting on eggs back home. Or, you know, things like that. Or right. why does this animal like to be in this spot? It's very damp and it's very cool or, you know, it's things like that. So I just I have so many questions that I want to have answered. I don't know if I ever will. Um, that's And that's the allure, I think, still with it. So Yeah. I think we have to get you, like, ayahuasca over there when you're in uh, <laughs> Papua New Guinea and, like, yeah, maybe it will be revealed yeah, you to know. you. <laughs> Oh, who knows? I, I've, eaten enough of the, I've eaten enough of the beetle nut or the peanut with those guys, and I'm just like, you know, uh, I don't know. That, that, that first, the first time I tried it, it was like, woo, it's great. And then afterwards, like, oh, it's terrible. Right. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just one of the things, just being able to watch it. You know, it's uh, sometimes I go out there and I'm not even looking for anything specific. I'm just like, all right, we're the snakes. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. And I grab my pack and we head out in the jungle and uh, we find them. And then I just kind of sit there, you know, and just like watch them, take photos. And I mean, I've taken the photos a million times. I've taken those photos mm-hmm. a million times, the same ones. But I just do it again. I'm just like, all right, cool. Maybe I'll, maybe while I'm doing this, I'll think of something or maybe something will happen and I'll be exposed to this. Or maybe, you know, I'll come up on them and they'll be breeding or maybe, you know, whatever. And I finally got the hatching down. That was. I can't, I don't think I can top it now. That was, right. <laughs> that was, that was it. I mean, literally opening up the the nest chamber and the, the two snakes heads are sticking out of the eggs was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I, like, I think the only thing that yeah. would be better if it was in your snake. Room, in right? your house. In your, yeah. <laughs> Even that would be, 
even that would be it would be cool. I mean, that would be. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I'd never want to be able to reproduce bull and eye in captivity. I mean, it'd be it'd be incredible to be able to witness it uh, right. in a different scenario. That that would be the thing because I'm I'm very used to, and it sounds so weird. I'm very used to seeing it in the wild, which is mm-hmm. right. so opposite of what everybody. Which is weird. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're so yeah. un- not used. To, I mean, I've I flew to uh, Sw- uh, Switzerland or not Switzerland, Sweden, to see Frederick and to see his babies when he was the first one to produce them. I had to see them, so I flew all the way across the world like that. I've got his first three clutches of eggshells in my in my cabinet because they were the first bull and python eggshells ever. So it's like I have to have that. You know, it's like I have to have that connection. Um, right. And uh, it, I mean, it, I I missed uh, Kessel's. Uh, because I was out of town or something like that when his animals started hatching. But I was, like, on the phone with him during the whole process. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. This is great. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, and then I'm talking to uh, – what's his face? Keith, yeah. <laughs> what's his face? Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. I was talking to Keith. You know, you know, I'll call him up in the middle of the day. I was like, hey, I've got some crazy idea. What do you think? And he's like, oh, man, that's pretty cool or something like that. Or he'll tell me some crazy idea. So God only knows what's going to happen this week with us. I mean, we'll be sitting at the banana bar or whatever and just – <laughs> you know, we've got a lot. There, to, we have a lot to catch up with. Uh, right. You usually on, are holding church at a table, I, like w- like with a bunch oh, of bowling people. The, yeah, that table over there is so mine. I need a I need yeah. a reserved sign because yeah. that's my spot. Bowling, so, yeah. I'll be. Yeah, the <laughs> like bowling you, round Chad table Gray. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody's there. Evan. No. Yeah, everybody's yeah, Evan. there. So we've got a lot of yeah. uh, a lot to a lot to catch up on with with new ideas and, and just stuff and. Uh, but yeah, man, it's awesome. It's an incredible adventure. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's not over yet. So I don't know. I guess I have to write another book. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know right. if you guys asked this question in the beginning when I was off and wherever I was at, but it was a very um, interesting opening to the whole conversation, Eric. It was great. But with putting it together, you know, yeah, were you able to see? Um, I don't know how to ask this question. Were you able to uh, like dial in the, um, well, actually it's two questions. Were you able to dial in the keeping of them and how does that compare to what the natural history is? I mean, is it, did you kind of like okay. see similarities when you were putting it together? All right. So that's a really good question. So um, I, um, I love, so I love having conversations with Keith because he just thinks so differently than most people do. And he is very articulate with the way he writes in, mm-hmm. um, in just his personality. Uh, I mean, uh, I, 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 I look at Keith as a, as a really close friend now. We've known each other for maybe about two years now and we've gotten really close and, and to talk about all this stuff. And I, so I knew immediately cause I had talked to him and Frederick and Casper and a couple other people. And I was like, I was like, we have to come up with a standardized husbandry protocol that we can make available for people that are working with these animals that we have found through our, you know, of losing animals, of, you know, animals that have just flourished and make this available as a basis for what needs to be done. And then we can go from there as far as stuff. So I knew immediately I wanted Keith to do the husbandry section. And, um, and he was like absolutely shocked when I told him or I asked him, I said, Hey, I don't know. I don't know how to really ask you this or uh, how you're going to take it, but I want you to do the husbandry section. He, I think, I think he should himself, but uh, <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. He wouldn't tell me, but right. so I said, I want everything. I said, I want your way of writing in it. And I want everything from 
substrate to enclosures to humidity to I want everything. We even talked about the uh, blood splattering that some females have been observed doing, which is mm-hmm. bizarre. Um, we've got photos from that from contributors over in Europe. I mean, we've got. I wanted everything to be. I wanted this book, everything in anything Bowles Python book. Like there is not a question that can't be answered in this book. Okay. So that's what we set out to do. And with I, going back to it, you know, with having Keith do the husbandry stuff, I felt like it was just phenomenal. And then I would focus on all the husbandry or all the uh, observations of everything in the field work and do all the stories. And there are sim- there are some similarities um, from captive uh, stuff to wild. And um, I mean, it's, it's so difficult. Um, and I, and I think a big factor of it too, that we've never really addressed is the fact that we're all working with wild caught animals essentially. And right. it's always harder to acclimate wild caught animals or hand me down animals back and forth uh, and get them to reproduce successfully in captivity. Right. I mean, I remember with the green tree pythons, uh, like uh, when they were trying to work with those, God, it was a nightmare. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, so it's like, and eventually now it's like very simplistic where they can do it. So, you know, now that we have, you know, Frederick, who's been so successful with reproducing, we have captive animals in captivity. And I think now that the difficulty in trying to reproduce these, you know, grown up wild collected animals, as opposed to these captive animals should really help show a lot of, um, which I'm call it a, uh, success i'm hoping um uh to do with what we're doing <laughs> yeah i would think so right yeah 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 but yeah i mean to answer your question i, I mean i do see some similarities not a huge of huge amount of things but I, I do see probably about a good uh you know five to ten things that i could say okay yeah i see that as being um something very similar um but, but i mean I, we've got some good ideas you know we'll be able to see that in the book right or read that in the book yes Okay. Yeah, a lot. Everything we've got, like probably the most updated husbandry. Keith did an incredible job again on it uh, with the husbandry section on it, and um, and obviously you know Frederick Frederick got involved with it too, and then you know Frederick and I and Keith really put together our thoughts and opinions and stuff like that, and then and then Keith really put together something great uh, that we were able to put in there, and then all the other. Uh, uh, wild behavior and all that stuff I did when I was with, out there with my friend Danny and everything, and just what I've done over the years. So it's, but yeah, it's all in there. I mean, everything, there's everything. I mean, temperature size, or, you know, temperatures, uh, nest depths, uh, egg weights, egg sizes, uh, incubation times, uh, hatching times, uh, uh, color variations. Uh, did I say that? Um, what else? Uh, color variations. <laughs> I was uh, waiting I mean, to ask that question. All sorts of stuff. I mean, every, this is a book that has everything about Bowen's pythons in it. It goes through natural history. It goes through the, you know, the holotype image. I've got images of the original holotype and paratype that are in here from Mark Mache. Uh, I mean, stuff people have never seen before that I wanted to have in there. I've got illustrations from a really incredible artist in front of my Jonas over in uh, Sweden. I mean, I, I, I encompassed, like I said, like a broken record, everything that you could possibly expect to have in a book about Bowen's pythons and more. So, mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. <laughs> and then I was going to say in the second part of that question is when you're, you know, amassing all the, you know, uh, data as far as who's bred, 
you know, and I'm talking about yeah. recent breedings. I'm not talking about the early days, you know. You have, yeah, uh, I mean, those are in there too. Historical, the historical reproductions are also in there as well. So, but were you able to find any? I mean, for you guys that you know, I'm I'm thinking specifically you, Keith and Frederick. Were you like, mm-hmm. oh, this stands out, and and is that in the book? That kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, there are some things that stand out. Um, okay, uh, it's. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, there's a lot of there are some similarities in there. You're just going to have to read it to find them, and it might take a couple times reading the book uh, gotcha. to really uh, to get it because there's so much information in there. And the way I wrote it was, like I said, I, I didn't just make a template of data. I the, the data is in the story, right? You know, um, I'm you, so you have to read the story in order to hear the, to find out the data, which is the way it should be, because that way you can say, right. Oh, Ari was, you know, hanging That's on actually... this log here and he was taking temperatures <laughs> right. and the temperature read this, you know, as opposed to saying the temperature is blah, blah, blah. So, but it also has a lot of incredible, um, native culture, uh, the people that I've really gotten to close to knowing, um, a traditional beliefs and folklore, um, just some really bizarre scenarios um uh i mean and then the photos are just absolutely just exquisite they're just uh some of the best photos i've ever taken and i also it was cool because we were working on the like the last phase of the book and we're trying to crank this thing out and and i'm like i go man i was like these some of these pages feel empty to me and i was like he's like ah do we have any like filler stuff we can put in the back and i was like well i carry and not a lot of people know i carry a diary with a diary with me i take with me since i've been going for over 10 years and and i sketch a lot because i my background is in art so i sketch mm-hmm. a lot and i have like maps that i've seen in a like a building or something that i'll copy and uh if i'm having a conversation with somebody i'll ask them where they've seen a snake and i write down the locality and all this stuff well we took images of my diary and we imposed them into some of the pages of the backgrounds and stuff. So it looks really cool. cool. So you're seeing some of my diary stuff in there. And this was, that was Russ's idea, which is super cool. I mean, it's just, it's just a great book. It really is. Um, I I think a lot of people are going to be really, really pleased with it. And uh, it was uh, uh, a lot, a lot more pleasant putting it together uh, with Russ than uh, that I did with the first book, just because we were, you know, we're we're real close. So it was easy for us to put something together that was just going to be, just a really, you know, badass book. So it's uh, it's, awesome. it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm awesome. very proud of it. So very cool. You should be. So color variation, huh? Just, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that's been in my head since you mentioned it. Like the first time we ever had you on, you're like, right. and some yeah. of them could be white. And I'm like, what? And then like oh, we've yeah. never been allowed to talk about it. So <laughs> oh yeah, well we did the. Uh, we, we there's like a couple of, I mean the chapters in here are really cool and um that that chapter is called uh, white ghost so um <laughs> it's a it's a really interesting story um and it, it's pretty cool but um yeah there i mean there's some it's, it's, we've got like i think 14 or 15 chapters that are in the book and the book's like around eh, what is it about it's over 150 pages 160 pages so nice. and it's a big book i mean it's damn gorgeous. Yeah, so it's it, you guys are gonna like it. I mean, it, it's gonna be people are gonna be very pleased. They're just All right. I just wish I had it. With me. I just wish I had it with me. God, I hope it just shows up. I'm just right? Like, no. So, you really just, you wish you had a case sitting right next to you right now. I mean, that would just make I you feel know, better. Right? It's just like killing me. You know, I, I don't want to have to take this thing to the what is it? Uh, one of the California shows or something like that, and have it out there. But I, I, so I hope I hope it won't deter people from. Um, from purchasing uh, this weekend because uh, 
um, it's still going to, you'll still be able to see the book. So hopefully you'll be like, okay, here's my card, you know, <laughs> so, and like, and like I, said, I, mean, I was really surprised. Like, cause I'm such, I'm so like, um, uh, I forget what the word is, but, uh, I'm just, I was really surprised how, uh, or I'm so humble as it is just an individual. And I was really surprised how many people were interested in it when it was flying off. And we did, like I said, we did 850 soft covers and then 150, of the hard covers, and then um, we have about, you know, obviously for contributing uh, people that were involved in the book, you know, they get, you know, hard covers. So we have about a little over 50 hard covers left that are available. So, um, nice. which is great. So if you want a hard cover, <laughs> buy it this weekend from me, <laughs> because yes, uh, because there's orders like I've, I'm in. And I, I, Russ and I decided that we wanted to, um, you know, be in control of this all ourselves. So we're not doing any wholesale orders until uh, the beginning of next year. So uh, we've oh, got people wow. that are that are waiting uh, that want cases of hardcovers, and they're not going to be any hardcovers except for what we're selling. So we're um, not going to be. So I've got like a, a box of fifty waiting to go to China. I got a box of forty waiting to go to Europe, and they're waiting till next year before we're going to ship them because we want to make sure everybody um, has an opportunity to get these hardcovers before they're completely gone, or get copies before we start shipping them out of the U.S. I bought the hardcover like ten minutes after you posted it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Dude, I'm telling you. I was I'm like, what? Like, Wait. <laughs> I was actually, it was funny because I was in the middle of a meeting at work and uh, I was like, I have to, I have to leave for a second. They're like, what's the matter? I just have to go for a minute. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's right. That's Uh, devotion right there. uh, I'm like, shit, I've been talking about this book since we started the podcast. I know. I'm not missing out on this. It it always sucks too, because like, I always hate, like, I'm like, oh, I'm working on a book. And they're like, oh, when's it going to be ready? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm working on it. I don't know. I always tell people, I'm like, it's the best part of, of writing a book is coming up with the idea and then opening up the box and seeing it. Everything else in the middle sucks. Yeah, so it's like I can imagine. So many, there's so many egos. It's so much work. There's so much time. I mean, it's 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 so difficult. But like I said, um, I was just incredibly fortunate to have Russ do this with me. I mean, he is in, absolutely incredible with what he does with publishing and, and and editing and printing and all this stuff. I mean, it's just insane. Some of the books he's done, and I just keep laughing. I'm like, dude, this is the best book you've ever done. He goes, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, it's the best book you've ever done. <laughs> awesome. Uh, he's, and he's just like, I can't believe so many people are buying it. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, these bolts people are crazy. So, well, yeah. I still think <laughs> yeah, you exactly. hold the record so, as, like, clearing. I think the Bolin shirts have been oh the best-selling NPR shirts we've ever done. Oh, yeah. So, That's you know. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, I know it's great. Well, I've got I've got two brand new logos that uh, only I think some people have gotten already. I think because I had some earlier this year. Uh, two yeah. brand new logos that I'll have with me. And, and like I said, if <laughs> I I don't think the books will be there. I was I was praying that they were going to, but Customs hasn't released them yet, which is driving me nuts. But I will be able to take payments for books at the show, and I will have two copies to show. So if you want a hardcover. My suggestion is get it this weekend because you're not going to be able to get it afterwards. Yeah, um, track, because it's like track already I mean, down on Friday before yeah, the show's open. Yeah. Come I'm, get it. Yeah. I'm going to be set up to take PayPal or cash. I'll give you a receipt, whatever you want to do, and, and then everything. I'll, and don't freak out too because everything that is being shipped out, I'm signing stuff. So I everything will be signed to that person. 
Um, so don't worry about asking for a signature. If you, I mean, if you want a signature, by all means, I'm more than happy to sign it. So um, I'm going to be going up to Russ's and just signing about, it'll probably take me a couple hours and just sign all these books, to ship out. So everybody will get a signed copy and everything, but Sweet. just the way it worked out, it's, yeah, it was, I mean, just the way it worked out, um, uh, it's, uh, they just haven't cleared yet. And I'm terrified that they won't show, but like I said, if you want one, <laughs> track me down Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, and I will, I am able to take payments and, uh, you can look at the ones I have the two there you can look at, but, uh, you're not going to be able to, honestly, you won't be able to get a hardcover um after they show up they're gonna be gone yeah i equate this to uh you know like um pythons of the world volume one mm-hmm. australia how like you have to yeah. spend like three hundred dollars on ebay in order to get the yeah. uh hard oh, cover yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah or um or o'shea's uh, pa- uh snakes of papua that book too yeah you know? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I got those. lucky with that one. That one showed up oh, nice. on something. It was like fifty bucks. I was like, oh, done. <laughs> I, have, I have three. I have three copies of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's three. That's Ari's retirement. It. Yeah, that's Ari's entire know, retirement right? investment right there. Just sell one of those. Oh. Yeah, I know that. And uh, I've got a couple of real old ones too. But yeah, so I mean, it's crazy. So I mean, I I would not anticipate there'll be any hardcovers left uh once they actually arrive which which what's going to happen is they're going to arrive monday that'll be my guess that they'll show up at russ's house on monday so you know so uh so hopefully the all the 50 that we have left will be gone and uh sold by them but yeah so i'll be able to take uh take cards and all that stuff for them too but uh it'll it'll be uh crazy to be honest what is sure and and i will be um, I'll be shocked if there's 50 if your hardcovers last till Saturday. I'll be shocked. So I, you know, I, I was so I'm I'm hesitant thinking that anybody's going to buy any of them because I don't have them with me. That was what my concern was. So mm. I'm, that's why I'm like, you guys need to really understand that if you want it, you know, you're going to have to uh, have to don't wait, know, have to pay for it. Yeah, don't don't wait and stuff. But um. Uh, but Listen, yeah, so, people. I, mean, uh, I stopped oh, then, the meeting at work in order to buy this book. So <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. You have so to understand. <laughs> yes. So come and find me Friday. I'll I get in Friday. I'll be setting up Friday. Come find me Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I have fifty. I'll be able to sell fifty of those hard covers, and I have plenty of soft covers if you want them. Um, right. But uh, oh, and then also something really cool too is um, yeah. in the acknowledgement section. Um, a lot of people, some of the European guys didn't even notice it, but um, everybody that uh, helped me with any of my work or my research and stuff like that, um, your names are in the acknowledgement. So you two are in oh, there. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's um, pretty awesome. All the people that's that, awesome. Yeah, all the people that were uh, really monumental of helping me and everything, um, I went ahead and I, I put their names into the, uh, the acknowledgement section just to kind of say thank you um, for supporting me and stuff like that. So, Wow. That's awesome. Well, Thank you. Yeah. Like of I said, man, I mean, you know, ever since the first time I spoke to you, uh, I just <laughs> was in super impressed. Just, I, I mean, I remember this is going to sound funny. I remember when, you know, MP was the thing and we would go there and there was like, there was like yeah. the Morelia people. And then there was like the Bowens people. And it was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't talk to them. Well, no, no because right? no, no, it wasn't that you they didn't talk to them. Not it's talk just to that... them. They wouldn't talk to you. That's what it was. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Well, egos. That's all it was. Except for you. 
that yeah. was the thing. Like, and I was like, well, here's this guy, and he's like, wants to like, you can tell that he really cares about the species, and all these other guys just seem like assholes to me. But I don't know. That's about it. Anyway, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. I don't I know if many of them are working with anyone. <laughs> Probably not. You know. Probably, yeah. But. I don't know. You know, I was just always so impressed with, I mean, I don't know, just your dedication to a species Thanks, that, you know, just is like, I was, I'm just blown away. You know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in all yeah. that. I mean, I thought I was dedicated to carpet pythons. No, man. Yeah. <laughs> not, wow. not on that. Wow. You know, it's kind of weird. I'm, and, and like, I'm probably like the most humble person you'll ever meet. I, I hate talking about myself and, and everyone's like, Oh, talk to me. And, I get you know, meet people like what? And I'm like, they're like, Oh, you've been to the beginning. I'm like, yeah, I've been there since 2006. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I've been there. You know, I was like, they're like, Oh, where do you stay? You know, oh, I live with the natives. What? No. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they're like, what? But I, I hate talking about it. So it, it, it really is uh really, really nice to, to hear that. So I, uh, I, I appreciate that, you know? Yeah, man. So, um, I hope you'll be up in the front row. Uh, smiling when I'm uh, giving my talk. Yeah. So here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I already yeah. said, like, uh, I told, I think Rob, he, well, I didn't actually physically talk to him, but uh-huh. he's going to be listening to this on his trip to Tinley. So Rob, you're going to be Great. watching my table while yeah, I God damn it. <laughs> nice. go to the talk, you know, and then you're going to do uh, a, a live Facebook thing or whatever for, uh, yeah, somebody right, Skype or... call me, all right? Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, just set yeah. me up Skype on an you. iPad in a corner. Like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I do I do <clears throat> I before And well, you'll we're... get to and not only will you get to hear the new talk, but you also get to see me in a button up shirt. That's a rarity. Oh right my there. God. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Official. And I'll have pants on. Guy writes a book, he's got <laughs> yeah. pants and a button up shirt. I, got, I know, right? The book has I changed you. Shirt. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know. I might wear. I might not wear shoes. I don't know. There you go. Better balance it out. Yeah. yeah. So I know this is this is going to be off bowling topic, but it's still Papua New Guinea. Um, have yeah, you yeah. ever come across Papuan pythons? Not carpets, but like actual Papuan pythons. So I, the areas I used to go to, or the areas I've been to in Jayapura, used to be a really good, solid place to find Apodora, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have never seen them, but I've heard they're there. And one of the good places to find them is the way they have the the map, the way they've carved out the streets. Obviously, um, they have like these burn, like these kind of uh, it's like a ditch, a uh, concrete ditch that falls down, so the water runs off. And a lot of times, it's almost like a trap. And a lot okay. of times, you can find um, olives um, or what you call it, yeah, uh, the poplin pythons. Um, there but i've never seen one personally i've seen them at the suppliers places plenty of times but i've never seen right. one in situ gotcha hmm. okay. yeah i just started working with them about a year ago and i man that's a cool what snake a, what a i don't uh, excuse me fucking cool snake they're cool yeah their uh their head scales just blow me away i mean they're just so crazy looking they change just, uh, colors and that bulldog <laughs> yeah, <they're> head cool. <laughs> you know the swooshed yeah. in friggin' face yeah oh man yeah, they're very they're very cool, and they're still one of the ones that are a difficult snake to reproduce, also. So yes, um, but uh, it's cool though because they're. Um, I mean, if I if I wasn't so, I mean, there's no way I could do it because just having space and all that stuff. And my room is just so Boland's room. It's like if I put something else in there, it has to be you know Montaigne and stuff. And uh, but they've always been one of mine that I've always really really liked to work with. So that and Savus, and I've always liked Savus. Mm. 
Everyone's, everyone's like, oh, savages. I'm like, man, those are cool snakes. I and love got white eyes, man. They're so bad. I love savages. I love <laughs> yeah. mine. There was a paper They're changing over to black. Yeah. I can't remember what paper it was. I think it, the Barkers wrote it, and it was about uh, some kind of locality difference identification based off uh, ocular eye color or something like that. I, can't, I never could find it after that. It was really huh. an interesting paper. That is cool. Uh, it might have been in an old reptiles magazine or something like that. I don't know. But I always remembered it I'm like, about the eyes and all that stuff. So. Hmm. I think I may have uh, yeah. that because cool. I think I have it in a herpticulture book. I have to look if maybe I do. Maybe it's a uh, herpticulture. Or maybe yeah, a vivarium. I don't know. The vivarium book? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe it's a vivarium. I have to check it out. Yeah. But <clears throat> check the libraries. So. so, yeah, I know. Here's a question. If people want to order this and can't get to Tinley, yep. they contact Russ directly? Contact Russ. Yeah, okay. send right. Russ a message on Messenger or send him a message through his email at russgurley, G-U-R-L-E-Y, at cablenet, or cablenet.net, is it cable? Cablenet, I think it is. I think you, I gave it to you, so like you posted it on there, but send <laughs> him it directly. And he has an incredibly busy schedule, so it might take him a day to respond, but mm-hmm. if you send it to him, he will reply, and he will be able to um, get a copy to – or. Uh, take payment for the copy and he's doing all the sales and distribution. So he'll be shipping it out. And um, I just saw him posting a thing about how we're, you know, hoping that the books show up for this weekend, but who knows? We don't think they're going to make it for whatever reason, but, um, and uh, that I'll be, uh, you know, we were planning for me to sign everything anyways before it goes out. So um, that is not a problem. So if you do get one of the books and you want it signed, just make sure you tell them that, and I will be happy to sign it and everything like that. So, and the cool thing with the, the limited edition books is, they had mm-hmm. this really cool golden um, embossed Bowens Python sticker that's on the inside that the soft covers don't. Oh, it's God damn nice. it. Now I have to get a hard yeah. cover, too? <laughs> damn it. Better chop, chop, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Damn it. Chop, chop. All right, well, yeah. you're ruining my day. Yeah, we wanted, yeah, to right. do something. we wanted to do something real special, like have it like really like not just you know limited edition hardcover, but each one of the hardcovers has a, a golden embossed uh, Bowens Python uh logo from the new shirt from the new t-shirt in it and it looks yeah. pretty pretty freaking sweet so cool <laughs> nice yeah all right that's awesome uh, uh, okay so we have that um hey man i, I mean we're we're, <laughs> we're about 10 minutes in i just want to say congratulations on finally yeah, getting dude. this book there and uh you know i know it's been, it's been a road long, dude long yeah. road <laughs> uh, yeah right you know. <laughs> But, you go back uh, and listen to all the episodes where we've had Ari on, and you can see uh, how long the road's been. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you don't have to do that. I you can't know. wait to read it. Um, you know, yeah. I can't wait to and, read it and again. I want, <laughs> and I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to get your reviews too. So uh, that's the other thing I want. I want people to post their reviews because you know I just want everybody to be happy with it, and, and it's cool. It's kind of my own like, okay, cool, you did an okay job. Right. <laughs> well. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, you know, you're always, you always critique yourself the hardest. I get it. You know, we yeah. do the same oh, yeah, and, yeah. you know, every, but I, I, I can't imagine it being anything, but be- I mean, if it's better than the other book, then, you know, oh, yeah. we're already, uh... oh yeah, it's so different. It's so different. Casper was like, man, this is so different. And I'm like, do you like it? He goes, it's amazing. Oh, you impressed the Viking? Oh, no, man. That's hard. God, I just remembered, too. And we got, oh, my God. Yeah, because it was uh, the trip over there before you guys, before I head out. The the trip over there was uh, 
so fast. Like I flew in Friday to to Iceland and then to Denmark. I talked Saturday and then I left Sunday afternoon back. Holy shit. Um, Jesus. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So we left fr- uh, Saturday night. Frederick and I and Casper and Zach and Mark, Mark O'Shea and somebody else I vaguely remember just – we went to some pubs or something like that. And then I've, I've been staying at uh Casper's place with, with uh, Zach. So uh, he got me, oh God, he got me drunk and he had me make the most ridiculous illustration and sign his hardcover book for him. I hope to God he never shows that to anybody. Now I, I want so it now. Bad. I want a picture. It's oh so my bad. God. I want it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I told him, I was like, don't you ever show this to anybody. It was so bad. I was pretty, I was really drunk. That oh, wow. terrible. That's awesome. And the worst part is I'm an artist, and uh, it was like I had never looked at any uh, anatomy book in my entire <laughs> life. That's what I threw. <laughs> it was terrible. Nice. I know. <laughs> I get this great. random message from Zach, and he's like, uh, yeah. hey, Eric, um, sitting here with Mark O'Shea. Any questions you want me to ask him? I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you nice. can't just drop a bomb on me like that. I don't know what to That's ask him. <laughs> He's uh, a very nice guy. Yeah. He's a very nice guy. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, I guess I'll see awesome. you in a couple of days. And uh, Yeah, I'll see you in a couple of days. I get in on, I get in on Friday. I'm flying in with a good friend of mine, Maggie, and she's going to be, she works with me and she's going to be giving a really kick-ass talk also on crocodile cognitive training. Ooh, on, oh, cool. Uh, Sweet. On Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. So make sure she'll be hanging out with me at the booth. So make sure to check out her talk. It's going to be, she does some pretty incredible stuff with her crocodilian stuff. So awesome. Man. Awesome. Yeah. That's so great. Should be good. Pissed All right. Yeah. It should be a fun bug. weekend. Yeah. Can't wait to get the book. If you don't have the book, yeah. you must go and get the book. Oh, and <coughs> I'm getting uh, the yeah. there. Jesus, I got to get paid this week. Right. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Dude, I've had that $100 in my account. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> just, just finish out the show. Awesome. You and I will argue later. My wife's, my wife's asking for money. I said, no, you can't touch no. that money. Why? What's wrong with yeah. <laughs> book money. <laughs> That book is going to come out. I have great. to be able to get it on a, on a, right here. On a whim. Yeah, that's right. Time is now. But, uh, no, nah, man, yeah. again, major right. congrats. You know, you thank you. Hell of a job that you've been doing all these years. And, uh, you know, awesome. I hope uh, 10 more years of uh, great stories. Yeah. I got you know. to come up with a way to trump it somehow. Yeah, you got to – I say take a month break and then get started on book three. So, you know, you know I, think a a like yeah, I think you've earned a break. Yeah, I think you've earned a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I got, I got two other. I got two other book ideas I'm working on. I'm like, oh, maybe I squeeze another bowl and book out of it. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. So. Well, well thanks for having them. me on again. It's always uh, it's always, anytime. It's always man. a great time. Yeah, dude. And, uh, uh, it sucks you're not going to be there this weekend, Owen. So yeah, uh, I know. Well, I'll be with you guys in spirit and have fun, and yeah, uh, Eric will buy drinks for me. I have so. a I have a oh, cardboard sweet. cutout of Owen. Yeah. He's gonna follow me around. Uh, I'll everywhere. be there. Yeah, please. No, they will abuse <laughs> that. Are you kidding Slightly me? Terrifying. I don't trust these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, whatever you yeah, bring that cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah whatever you drew in Casper's no. book, I want you to draw yeah. on Owen's no. shirt <laughs> in the cardboard cutout. Oh yikes! <laughs> Jesus! All right, perfect. <laughs> 
Perfect. Uh, all right, man. All right, we'll catch well, up with you next time. And yeah, after you're good. back from New Guinea or Papua, whatever the hell. So. <laughs> yeah, one of those places. Yeah, One of them. So, all right, guys. I appreciate right, guys. it. And uh, safe, tra- safe travels this weekend, and we'll see you. All right, man. Awesome. Right, see you. <sighs> all right. Well, I'm glad that we could uh, – once if, again, if, pull the show out of our ass when out of uh, our ass know, and everything somehow, starts to fall apart. Dude, it clicks on, and I'm like, you got me? And he's like, yeah, and I'm, I think it's you. And I'm like, cool, are we good? And he's like, um, I guess. I'm like, are you? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, great. Another time where my voice went to some high octave that is now going to be recorded <laughs> and will somehow end up in a freaking anniversary episode. Rob Stone is chomping at the bit now. So, oh, yeah. You know, God damn it. And then, so we just, and then I just go. So yeah. I don't know what happened, man, because the so it wouldn't let me dial. So typically what happens is when it when it screws up like that, I yeah. just hang up my call. And, dial and I back just in. call back in, and it says yeah. you you were you were calling into a live show. We'll just reconnect you, blah blah blah. So I tried to do that, but it kept telling me that the host is already there, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm the host. I'm I can't host. get in there. <laughs> so I had to send myself. A rambling idiot. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, but so. you learn these <laughs> things real quick. I had to first. I sent an angry message to Blog Talk. Then I yes. I emailed <laughs> myself a link. To do direct connect, oh, and then I, I connected you. in. So that's how right. that's how I got it in. So if if I'm if you, I ever you, die or anything, why. and you want to know yeah. how to do it, that's what you do. And you wonder why I refuse to do a show when you and Rob are both in Australia. Like this is it because I know, I know exactly. It's not because I'm buttered. I'm not with you guys. I mean that's obvious, but right. it's. You know, it's that I would screw this up, and you'd be listening on the plane in Australia, going, "What is that asshole doing?" <laughs> so yeah, no, <laughs> uh-uh. no, I'll be yelling. No, at Rob. you moron! Why did he just say that? It's like, yeah, it's, you'll be on the plane yeah. screaming at me. I won't be there, but right. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, serpents in the clouds, uh, like. I mean, you can go back in our archives, and like we said, you can listen to so many episodes where we talk about this book. Yeah, and here it finally is. So uh, and that that's 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 major kudos to him. I mean, like again, Ari is one of those herpetolo- herpetologist guys, reptile guys that you really just want to see do well and want to see his projects yes. do stuff because he he really, honest to God, cares. And like and like he said, not to toot his own horn. But without him and the other guys who are working with Boland's pythons, I don't think – I think maybe we'd have a few in zoos, and that's it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's a good thing, and I can't wait to read it and see it. And, you know, uh, I, you know, at least I'll get to see it this weekend and take a peek at it, you know. Send um, me a picture of the back where he uh, does the call out to us because I want to see that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man, you know. You tell um, him that's what you're doing when you're taking the pictures because Owen yeah. wants to see it. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm, I'm not scanning this page by page so I can read it. No, no, when just I, the last thing. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. just maybe the maybe the sticker too because I'm I'm torn if I want to get the hardcover or not. But you know, uh, I pulled the plug, man. I mean, of course you, know. you did. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, you have a cause... more extensive library than I do. I, I don't even have the complete carpet python anymore. That book, I don't know where that is. So. I can't talk. I can't talk to you I, anymore. No, I love it too much. <laughs> I never got it back. So. <laughs> I think I loaned mine to Matt. 
He has yeah. my signed copy, and then yeah, um, <laughs> I I couldn't not have it, so I went and bought you another. Got another one? <laughs> well, have I Matt, what the hell? I'm have Matt get it. yours back, and then I'll buy the other one off you because I don't have to go and buy another one. Yeah. I think I bought like yeah. four of them at this point. So. Yeah, I know, right? It's insane. I... <laughs> we are the I've... worst Morelia people in the world right now. I know that, right? <laughs> like yeah. just having this conversation right now. Right. Um, so <laughs> next week uh, is just a Tinley Cap Post recap. Tinley show. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be able to tell. Uh, Owen is going to interview us. So Yay! that should be interesting. <laughs> he don't seems get excited. into too much trouble. I'm not yeah. there. So don't get into too much trouble. Also, oh, don't man. bad mouth me to other people because they know that I'm not there. I would never. You would immediately. Now, but... if they bad mouth you to me, then, you know, I'll just have with them. Nod. I, that's not okay. <laughs> So you need to leave. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I will be at Tinley Park this weekend. Uh have a bunch of cool snakes, uh, carpet pythons, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, um, I have everything from pure stuff to cross stuff to diamond jungle jag, whatever. You know, what I, the I hell have, is that? Yeah. I, <laughs> I have a nice, uh, nice group of uh, stuff that I'm bringing. So nice. I will be at Carpet Row. I am stationed with Mr. Balin. Um, nice. I'll be right next to him. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you get the chance, come on by, say hello. Um, uh, you want to talk carpets, you want to talk about the show, you know, whatever. Uh, just come on by and uh, say hello. Um, I was thinking about, I don't know how mm. I could do it, but I was thinking about if they come by and mention the, show like i could give him 10 percent off or something like do that it. i don't know i don't know you know but do it i'll do it right see. now if you go to if you go to eric's table <laughs> thank you and say, and say owen sent me you get 10 percent off there you go i get that <laughs> for you, you buddy yeah thank you sir <laughs> hats off to you yeah <laughs> do that yeah <laughs> okay we'll go with that yeah all right <laughs> Um, You'd be so pissed and how many people come up to you. Nah. But it'd be like the voucher <laughs> thing where they come back around to bite us in the ass years later. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. That voucher wasn't cashed in by now? I still have a voucher from Nick. You know? Nah, and I dude. keep mentioning it to him and I'm like, uh, this ain't never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's, I just basically whatever. gave US Arc 200 bucks to. to yeah, it's pretty much. That's how I look at it. But at least whatever. it's going to a good cause. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be traveling out with, um, from the ground up, uh, Mr. Joe. Um, he will be, uh, he's Joe going, and Matt. I th- yeah, Joe and then uh, Matt is uh, riding up. So. And Melissa's not coming with? It's just going to be you guys? Yeah, just us. Um, right. So, yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. I mean, and I hope that you'll have just the same amount of Bigfoot talk that you would if I were there. Oh, no, we won't be talking about Bigfoot at all. You son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you rat bastard. Um, but, um, no, that's that's going to be a good uh, – I think that's going to be a cool thing. Plus, it's good to have somebody else to split the uh, time with. And I, is this Joe's first Tinley Park? No. No. Nah, he's no. been the Tinley before. He's been the Tinley. Right. Yeah. So no, that'll be cool, but uh, I hope you guys have a good time, and uh, I know you guys are busting out of here at like what six a.m. Yeah, so I no. got I got a 
get to bed. You gotta go to bed. No, <laughs> I gotta I gotta finish cleaning snakes is what I gotta do. You know, it's like whenever oh, I take a vacation or go away, it's like the work that you have to do before you go when you have a large collection is insane. Well, but no, but you also you also don't have to worry about like because Dory's not going, so she can watch the dogs. Imagine like uh, what what if you're going on a massive vacation and then you got to deal with those tiny ankle biters that you have too. Yeah, when we go to so I was talking to Dory about uh, the whole UK carpet fest, and oh. she's she's into it because we can uh-huh. travel. We can go there like you know for the day or whatever and do the carpet fest, get plastic then, drunk. With yeah. the uh, the Scottish the and the English and the Irish and uh, whoever else will be there, I don't know. And then uh, um, go out and see Europe somewhere, you know. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, it's a good. I mean, you can do the whole London thing and then take the train over to Paris and France and shit. I mean, you know, all kinds of shit. Yeah, that's what so. uh, that's that's what I've been told. So you yeah. know, I, I, hey man, sounds good Why to not? me. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that'll that'll uh, you know we'll be able. To I of go course to there still together. need to sell my kidney to go to Australia. So if you think I'm going to make it to the UK <laughs> carpet fest, you are batshit crazy. So I'm oh, sorry, man. guys. I'm you only live sorry. Once, you know. I, I, yeah, you? but you know I like my house and I think I need to keep it. Here's, so here's what makes me nervous about going to a UK carpet fest is like I don't. They'll drink you under the table without blinking. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I can represent the U.S. You can't. You cannot. You, sir, cannot. I, have seen I might have you. to start training, man. Yes. You're, when you get back from Timley, your training begins. It's like, yes. like you seem seen Beer Fest. Or yes. like you've seen, yeah, it'll be like that. You just drink yes. a keg a day oh and God. not die. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, man. Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> yes. So, all right. Uh, hopefully, uh, this was a show that uh, you're on your way to Tinley Park, and uh, you had something we to listen to on your travels. Being all fucked up, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, when does the calendar contest end? Thirteenth. The thirteenth of three, October. Yes, you have three days. Oh shit! Okay. You have three days. If you were listening to this, you have three days. I better get my off. pictures in. You're not allowed to because you're part of the host thing. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and I told you this because you told me this. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But you have three days. If you are listening to this and you want to submit a picture and you haven't done so already, the only place you can submit them is by going to the group, the Morelia Pick of the Week on Facebook. Joining it, there's the top thread that is pinned on the top, and you comment with your picture below. The rules are all stated right there. If you email us pictures or if you send us pictures over Instagram or other things, they cannot be submitted. They have to be done through the Morelia Pick of the Week on Facebook.com. Right. That is it. All right? You got three days. In three days, while Eric is in Tinley Park enjoying himself, I Mm -hmm. will take down all the pictures and separate them by the category, and then I will pick the top – you want to do ten? Ten. You want to do five? Ten. I'll pick the top ten of each category and submit them – Five. Five. All right, I'll pick the top five from each category and submit them to Eric and uh, God damn it. Who the hell else is who else is getting it? For what? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's you and Tyndall. Uh, Tim, Tim Tyndall. I was waiting to see if you would say his name. Tim I, I got it. I got it. I got it. You I got, got it. it. Good job. Good job. I'll All submit right. them to you and then Tim, and then we'll vote on it. And then 
the top, the winner from all of them will be uh, chosen for the calendar. Nice. So, yeah. From what I've seen, it's pretty nice. Uh, it is um, a huge collection and a huge spread. There's a lot of animals that's going to make this hard. Dude, yes. a lot. You have a good eye. I trust you. So you, you'll, uh, you'll do, do it, John. The problem is, is that I'm going to be like, you know, here's five from each category. Here's 20 rough scale. It's like, oh, God damn it, Owen. <laughs> Wait a minute, Owen. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Isn't this like the same burst shot of the same? I don't care. It's pretty. <laughs> like 20 no. pictures of the same thing. Also, so. for the other category, it's nothing but white lips. It's like, eh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, we God know no, it, no royal pythons are going to be in it. You're That's damn right. That's getting shredded immediately. Right. No, if, it's, no, if it's a very pretty picture, I will put it in consideration. Okay. Now, I'm worried because last year you tried to bullshit me, but you screwed it up. So I'm worried what my calendar is going to be this year. So. No, nah, no shenanigans this year. Thank you. <laughs> this is a year of freeless or free, I can't even talk, man. I'm it's so just let's tired. End it. Let's we were end free it. of shenanigans. All right. Uh, right. com is our website. Info at com is our email. Um, next week, like I said, is Tinley Park a recap uh, and just uh, hanging out and talking about how the show was. Um, so if you can't go, if you can't make it, uh, hopefully you can we move vicariously will... through the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, there's that as far as myself, ebmorelia.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. My website is ebmorelia.com. My email is eric at ebmorelia.com. Hopefully I will see, uh, a lot of you at Tinley Park. Uh, come on by and say hello and say, Owen sent you and I will give you 10%. Off. <laughs> Please. I really hope that happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, for me, you can go to rogue dash reptiles.com. You can also look up rogue reptiles on facebook.com. You can also follow me on Instagram by typing in my last name, McIntyre, M C I N T Y R E. OJ and follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of snake stuff and all the other fun crap. Um, for shows, I do have a show coming up, not this weekend because I'm not going to Tinley, but the weekend following is the show in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. I will be there. I'm not sure if I have a table yet. I have to kind of meet, talk with some people, but I will definitely be around. Um, other than that, uh, I don't really have too many shows coming up on the horizon, but you can go to the Facebook page or to rogue-reptiles.com to see all the animals that we have currently for sale. They're also up on places like King Snake, the Morph Market, and things like that. That's all we have for everybody tonight, so we'll say thank you all for listening, and we're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.